So, uh, another episode. We're here. Episode, what's this? Seven? Yes. Yeah. Seven. You've marked it six on there, no? What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Alright, uh, well, welcome to Dead is Better. I'm Matt. I'm Daniel Gam. Gam Gam. <laughs> and together we are Video Nasty Boys. The Video Nasty Boys. <laughs> one day we're going to get that good. Yeah, I like doing it in the feminine one ever since we did it from the first one. Video Nasty Boys. I always expect you to be a lot more aggressive. But <laughs> Next time. Next I'll time. Be more, I'll be more aggressive today. And today we have such sights to show you what we're doing today. What a cookie little girl. We're doing Hellraiser. One of the best films yeah. ever made. It's my choice. It was your choice. Yeah, I'm well excited to get to talk about it. <laughs> but first, um, should we crack on with our regular stuff? Yeah, what's first? Uh, question of the week. Oh, right, yeah, this was yet again another fucking struggle for me. Yeah, so I posed this to you last night, so both yeah. of us were like, shitting hell, let's I get this done. minutes to do this. Yeah, <laughs> so our question this week is your top three favourite screen queens. Do you have a shout-out? A shout-out? Like, a, like an honourable mention. Um, I guess I have to because I really struggled with this one because I like a lot of bitches from the horror world <laughs> but it turns out only one of them was officially a scream queen one's like a horror host another one's a villain it's it's really hard to define scream queen because I started searching it yeah. and a lot of the times there was people that was in like one fucking movie they're in the top ten of scream queens mm. that doesn't fucking count so I wasn't accepting that oh. I was trying to think what bitches do I actually like from films do I get excited when I see them in a films in a films? <laughs> in a but films? There isn't really. I only get excited for my number one. But okay. the others, yeah, eventually I did get there. Eventually I did get there, Matt. But if you would like to start us off with your number three, unless you want to do your honourable mentions first. I'll, d- I'll do my uh, honourable mention, uh, Danielle Harris. Why is she honourable? Uh, because she's not in my top three. Okay. Sim- simple as just, that. It's just an excuse to she, mention her She's again. there to mention, um, mm-hmm. who was in Halloween 4 or 5, Halloween 2 remake. Uh, Hatchet 2, 3, Victor Crowley, and Urban Legend. I didn't know that. Yes. That made me want to watch Urban Legend. Well, shit, I think um, she was Halloween... She the first Rob Zombie Halloween remake. Was she? Yeah. It's she's not like a main... Really? Yeah. It's pretty predominant. She's the second main character that's not Laurie Strode or Michael Myers or Dr. Loomis. I try to forget the 2007 <laughs> I try to forget anything Rob Zombie's done. It's it's all yeah. difficult. Except for House of House, Thousand Corpses. <laughs> Dr. Satan... Just because he's got a cool name doesn't mean it's a good film. Uh, he has a cool name and he's a cool lair. <coughs> yeah, he has a pretty rad house and yeah. there's not that many corpses in it, but whatever. But anyway, we're not talking about Dr. Satan, we're talking about not Daniel yet. Harris. So yeah, uh, let's talk about her more. I, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much as I. Yeah. Do you know uh, Re- Revenge was 99, uh, 1988 and then Urban was 1998. So she was like 20 when that oh, came out. Nice. So I think that was like her first adult movie. Adult First movie. movie where she was an adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, that's my shout out. I just really like uh, all the movies she's in. Really? Yeah. What? The Hatchet Two and Three. Haven't seen Hatchet Two and Three. What the fuck, Matt? Or Victor Crowley. <sighs> Hatchet's banging though. Hatchet is fucking amazing, and so's yeah. Two, and so's Three, and Number Four's alright. Well, Two's really hard to get hold of. I've got Number Two. It's well, Number Three man. that I can't get. Really? Number Three's the one that's going for stupid prices on Amazon and shit. But so was Hellraiser Four. So figure that out. <sighs> That's my honourable shout-out. Okay, my yeah. honourables would be uh, Eileen Daly. Ever heard of her? Maybe. In the 90s, she was crowned Queen of the Goths. She cool. was in a film called uh, Razorblade Romance. Nope. Yes, Razor... Razorblade Smile. No. I can't remember what it was called. There's a vampire one where she's an assassin and the guy that made it is very predominant in the horror world. Shit. Switchblade Romance. No, that's that French That's film. the French one. 
Razorblade Smile, yeah, I was right the first time. Sounds like a Crow spin-off. It's kind of influenced by the Crow and the Matrix because of the vampires and leathers <sighs> and PVCs and shit. It's, it's, she was in the Cradle of Filth film as well, Cradle of Fear. There was a Cradle of Filth film. Did you not know? Oh, no. Would you like to do that sometime? No. It's fucking garbage. Danny Filth <laughs> is a travesty of a human being. I saw it when I was a fan, so I really liked it. And I loved Eileen Daly at the time, but she licks some dude's amputated leg and it gets really weird. Oh, God. You should see it. it when a metal star. band makes a horror movie, you have to fucking see it, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, I would have Linda Blair, because I do get excited when I find an old film that she's in that's not The Exorcist, because they are hard to come by. Savage Streets, I really love it. Exorcist 2. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't finished it. It's no, so painful. It's so bad. Isn't Lawrence yeah. Fishburne in that as well? No, it's Darth Vader's voice. Oh, um, Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either shit but I'm not a Star Wars fan so I'm not James worried L. about James L. Jones that. that's him yeah yeah John Williams John Williams <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- th- she was also in uh, Hell House which is a really weird student's initiation you have to stay in a house at Halloween and it turns out this house is still haunted and full of murders and shit it's, it's not good it was banned at one point but not important the next one is a horror host and she did have two horror movies, or B-movies. It's Elvira. Yeah. Fucking love Elvira. I'd count her as a scream queen. But she's never actually been a victim. She's never screamed in the film. Be Isn't that what makes a scream queen? <laughs> cream queen? Cream queen? Yeah, that's why I struggled with it. Cause I just You're my cream queen. Was, oh, thanks. <laughs> Get off of here. <laughs> uh, my number three uh, is Barbara Crampton. Barbara Crampton, I know the name. From sure. From Beyond. Oh, the right. animator. Uh, she's in Your Next as well, is and she? then Chopping Mall Two, which I haven't seen. Not Chopping Mall Part Two, no, because there Chopping isn't Mall one. Right, okay, as, yeah. as well as. I fucking love and Chopping then Mall. Uh, one that I haven't watched, but you've been telling me to watch for about two years now. Beyond the Gates or Beyond the Gate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should she's, do that at some she's point. She's in that too. That's, we should do that as well. It's got some yeah. really good bits in it. It's, it's not the best film ever, but it's so awesome to have a film based on atmosphere, the board game. Yeah, it's, it's just and there's a video store in it. Most of it's in a video store. You know how I feel about the VHS mm. tapes. But yeah, I like I like her a lot. When, when I first saw her in like Reanimator, she got fucked out. I was like, she's she's a good little good little actress. I think you just like anyone that gets a kit off, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> my uh, number three would be PJ Souls, the only real official screen queen on my list from Halloween. Halloween, Christine, is that right? She was I think she, Carrie is what I'm Carrie, trying to say. Yeah, yeah cra- Carrie. What do you say, Christine? Yeah, that's a different girl completely. Yeah. Who was in Baywatch? Hasselhoff's Mrs. for a while. Nice. Shukadukadun. Yeah, she's the one that um, gets the beer for Bob, right? And then. Uh, Who's Bob? Uh, Bob, Bob, Bob the ghost. And oh then, yeah, 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 yeah. And who makes that weird joke about getting the Oof, kid involved with Lindsay? Yeah. Who's a little little girl, and everyone seems to just let that go over their heads. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it's still one of the greatest horror movies I've made. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> uh, Who's your number two? My number two, uh, obviously, it's got to be Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought it might be. Yeah, I, I love like that's a hot or not situation. Again. I love Jamie not. Lee Curtis is hot. No, no, she's not. She is. Even in that one bit in True Lies where she looked kind of awesome. But she's dancing. Yeah, where she's doing the little lappers. Yeah, she gets her shirt boobies out. No, she don't. What <laughs> movies she get her boobies out? Trading Places. Yeah, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, you remember that because yep. you think she's hot. No, it's because my dad. <laughs> it was his favourite. It's <laughs> come always been son. his favourite. Come look, come look at Laurie Strode's boobies. One of my earliest memories of my dad is like, why do you love her so much? And we were watching Trading Places and he said, well, because sometimes she gets her boobs out <laughs> like that. And she did right there and then. 
Ja- Jamie Lee is genuinely like not only one of my favorite screen queens, but just my favorite human ever. Like she 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 goes to comic cons with her son because he's like a World of Warcraft like fanatic, <laughs> and he like he like is quite professional in like streaming and shit. And she she's gone to cons dressed up with her family. She's just a cool person. That's pretty rad. And she was fucking amazing in 2018 Halloween. Yeah, it was good. She it was, was nice so to see good. her come back. How many times is she gonna come back and say she's never doing it again? Well, not she, complaining. There was. I'll, I'll skip to part of the news quickly. She's been in talks with uh, Jason Blum mm. about something. Whose house? Whose Blum's house? house. Blum's house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely getting the necker figure of her when it comes out. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen pics mm, for that. She's got like, a little shotgun. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Sat on my shelf. Your number two? Oh, my number two. Um, I've forgotten her middle name, but Mary Winstead. Uh, Elizabeth. Yes, Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. I didn't think counted because she's only been in like two horror movies, but I did like both of them. Not so much the first one, but the Ten second one I really Cloverfield liked. Lane. I really liked that. Apart from the last scene, good movie. It'd be great if it wasn't well, with tied the in. With Clover- yeah, if yeah. it wasn't tied in, it would be a perfect fucking movie. But they spoil it with being like, "Oh, it's to do with Cloverfield." That Fuck bit you. genuinely feel like it was um, rewritten. Be like, it's "Oh, we can put this in minute, the Cloverfield yeah. universe." Here you go. Here's a spaceship. Yeah, that's but a everything for that. That's one of John Goodman's best performances. Yeah, he as was well. scary. He was scary. That weren't Roseanne's husband. Yeah, that was someone else. You did not want to hug him then. He I'll did hug him any energy. other time. <laughs> well, thanks for killing all those spiders, John Goodman. He's like, did you just re- reference? That I bought that recently. <laughs> so he's good. He is fantastic. Bloody. Sorry. What was the other one she was in? Who? Who are we talking about? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. The Thing prequel. Oh yeah, which, which could have been. She's it, good not in actually that. anything wrong with it. It's just Doesn't the CGI destroys it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, and the fact that none of them are actually Swedish. Yeah. yeah. Best part <laughs> of that film is where they go to the base, and it's all, it's the original base. Like it's got the axe in the wall and all that. And it's just amazing that it looks exactly like they've gone to the original set. But that's confusing because it's supposed to be before that. The fuck am I talking about? No, you are right. Oh no, they do all that. That's what oh, I mean. Right, they do right. all that in the movie, and you're like, "Oh, that's what they that's found." I heard something recently. They, they actually the went base. to the original set, and it was exactly the same. Like no one had been near it since they'd filmed. Yeah. So I heard that was how it all went down. That's why yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Go on, number two for you. Who's your number two? Was the, Jamie was my number two. Oh, was this my number one? Oh, so is it me next? No, I did no, number you two. Just so you've got to do number one. My number one is Jane Levy. Jane Levy from Evil Dead 2013. Oh, of course. And Don't Breathe. Yeah. And then most recently, she played Jackie Torrance in Castle Rock, which I didn't watch. Nobody did. But um, <laughs> Jane Levy, please, please come back and do more horror movies, please. You're so good in them. I love her. I love her in Don't Breathe, where she's like fucking shoves a turkey baster into oh. that guy's mouth, and she's like, "Ha ha!" Yeah, take that, that was pretty epic. That scene. Yeah, that was a good film, but I don't think I need to rewatch it. Yeah. No, I've heard there's a sequel. There is a sequel in the works, but you know we'll see what happens <clears> with that because mm. like, that was. Does it really need? A when sequel? was Don't Breathe? Like 2015. I don't know. Yeah, long no, time. No, it was well after that. It was like 2017, when 2018 maybe. No, 2017. Yeah, it wasn't I'd say. last year. 2017. Maybe. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But like, I just want to have a beer with her. She seems really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just chill. Smile. How annoying would it be if you did get to hang out with her and it turned out she didn't have a fucking clue about horror movies and did not want to talk about a film she'd been She's in? She's like, I hate the original Evil Dead, and I'm like, okay, I'll buy now. Gotta go. <laughs> but the sequel's all right, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Got so go. those are my top three and honourable mention of my favourite screen queens. My number one was uh, pretty obvious, Mrs. D. Harris, oh. Danielle Harris. Oh, okay, <laughs> this is why I didn't talk about her that much. Tell me why my, you love Danielle uh, Harris. Number one because she, isn't she lovely? Isn't <laughs> She's she lovely. Love? She was uh, voted number fourteen on Screen Rant's top twenty screen queens and number five on the e- EntertainmentTonight.com. Number five. Uh, how, how many for that 20s. one? Twenties. Oh, okay, both twenty. Fair mm. enough. 
it was probably 30 for the screen rent one but you know I was busy today I didn't have a lot of time to study mm. yeah that's so it. you've Bitches. written one that you hate on there uh, I've written two that I hate yeah this, don't read that one why wait which one is that one? right well this is Emma fucking Roberts that yeah, shows up and just spoils everything she fucking appears yeah, Emma, in Emma Roberts can piss off oh, she just like irritates her. the shit like out of me all. I don't know why she's getting such high praise she's not even a good actress she's not and then worse than that, the actress is even worse. Naomi f- Fuckface Watts she just cannot act either. The only film she was good in was Tank Girl, and she hates that film. And then she did The Ring, and everyone's like, oh, she's amazing. No, she's not. She's Those good. films were not good. She's good in Mulholland Drive. Never saw it, but I, just, I can't stand her. It's all right, but it's well long. Like You've got to give yourself a proper evening for it, otherwise yeah, you're not going to get it. I've got too much to do, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna let you read that one out because I got like, confused with Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know she why. was in a horror film, but not anything that we've seen. Scream one, two, three. Oh, why am I thinking? Because I've got Naomi written here. I <laughs> thought you meant Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dyslexics. Why is it such a hard word to spell? Yeah. So those are uh, our top three favorite Scream queens. Mm. Question of the week. Um, yeah. So what are you, <clears throat> what have you been up to this week? See anything new? Have... Anything you want to talk about? I don't know if the first one counts as horror, but it is ultra-violent, full of... Dra- yeah, I would count it as horror, because there was a pedophile Santa Claus in the first one. I feel like we do need to spread out to a little bit like sci-fi and just like gross stuff. This is general. gross. Yeah. Okay. This is insanity. Cool. It's. I, f- I feel like Brian Taylor wakes up and thinks, what could I make that would entertain Daniel Gamage? And then he produced things like Crank, Crank 2, and Happy. Happy is the best fucking thing on Netflix, man. I cannot get enough of it in season two. I'm like three episodes in. I keep falling asleep and getting really fucked off. I'm not seeing it to the end because it's incredible. It is on my list to watch. So I've, read, I've read the comic. I didn't know there was a comic. Yeah, it's like a five-part miniseries. It came out like 2010. It's written by Grant Morrison, who did uh, The Invisibles. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's all right. It's a lot grittier in the comics, but I'm saying that you sure? just because I haven't seen the show. The, sh- the Episode two, I'm not spoiling anything, but I kind of am, but it's just an opening sequence. Bunch of nuns, all praying, got blood and sweat everywhere. They've got bombs strapped to the chest, each one of them. One of them gets up and legs it, and there's a glowing egg that she has to find. She goes on an Easter egg hunt, finds it, pushes the button on it, because she's the closest one to it. She's the one that doesn't blow up. Everyone else around, all these nuns are running for their lives, exploding. I'm terrified of nuns. I need to see that shit. Hey, I'm wearing a nun on my shirt right now. Where? That's a demon. That's a nun. Look at her veil. It's a nun demon. Look at her cross that she's holding. A D-nun. Look at her little Jesus. She's got a little Jeebus. Yeah. A little prize Jeebus. That's season two, isn't it? What's that? The Nun episode. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I love the lead guy. Uh, Brian Taylor just it, it just makes me so happy. I didn't know it was by the guys that did Crank. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get... But they also did Gamer, and you know. I haven't rewatched that since yeah. the cinema. I do want to see it again, because I just really love these boys. What else did they do? They did something else. Mum and Dad. I loved Mum and Dad. And Ghost Rider. Uh, I've got it. The I haven't watched it. <laughs> I bought yeah. it because of that, because I knew it was them, but I still... It's Nicolas Cage and them. That's the one where he pisses fire. It's Nicolas Cage and Brian Taylor. Yeah. So what can go wrong? I, I missed out on Mum and Dad as well. I've got it. That may well be an episode soon as well. But it, they, in Happy, they do use clips from Mum and Dad. Oh, okay. And Crank. It, stuff keeps popping up. It's, oh, it's so good. Oh. I've oh. also been watching some real-life horror footage. Dashcam UK videos. Oh, my goodness. I'm so hooked. It's making me a better driver. And our hometown popped up once. Not just our hometown, but our place of work showed up. And a really? cyclist comes dicking out in front of some guy. It's addictive. I'm telling you about it, but I don't want you to watch it until you've passed your test and you're driving. Because I was watching it when I started driving lessons, got really insecure, couldn't do it. 
afterwards, now I'm getting to be a better driver. I'm more I've aware. I've seen enough shit, honestly. Yeah, but it, oh, the angst, oh, I'm sensitive. So, Those you know. lonely evenings where you're like, I'm going to go watch crime scenes. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. What's the most morbid thing I could find? Oh, yeah. a snuff tape, great. I read one last night about an incident where uh, somebody de- didn't decompressionize a sub properly, and it was like a crime scene photos of what happened to their body. What the fuck, Matt? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Not nice. Um, <clears throat> other than that, I watched a film called The Good Son, which is one of my childhood favourites. Oh, with the Macaulay, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay fucking Culkin. Culkin. And I didn't know it was actually banned in the UK at one point because the Ebolger incident happened. So anything with kids Fuck and violence hell, yeah. was out the window. Some scenes were cut from the VHS that I had. That was 91 or 93? You had to say 90. It was straight after Home Alone 1. It was either when I was 1... Or a year before oh, I was born, so I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it was pretty amazing because you wouldn't believe who made a fucking cameo in it. There's a Is it Michael Jackson. No man, <laughs> no, but Rory Culkin as a little bubby. Oh really? He's a duddy baby in it. Aww. He's in it for a split second, but I was so chuffed to see him come up on the credits. And Corley Culkin's sister's in it as well. Did he know he had a sister? Neither did I. It was all boys. <laughs> It's it's, it's a Bet good Michael and bad film. No attention to her. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> she has a journey. It's it's good. I'm not recommending it. It was weird as a child. I loved it because as a kid, I could relate to kids doing adult things. That, it's Elijah the stuff Wood they as well, did. Isn't it? Yeah, Elijah yeah. Wood as well. I've always wanted, the wanted they got to see up to it. Was what we did. Yeah. Just going to abandoned buildings, smashing it up. Didn't matter if it was abandoned. <laughs> we did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of shit like that. Throwing potatoes uh, at the bread factory in our town. <laughs> <laughs> We would throw shoes at the road. We were fucking idiots. Yeah. Ugh. God, do you remember throwing rocks at roads? Mm-hmm. How dumb were kids? We spent that entire evening after school. We had a Terrorvision poster, the, the terrible band. Yeah. And because we hated the band, we put it in the road. And we just watched cars run over it. That was our <laughs> evening. That's all we did. Uh, thanks, internet. Uh, I also watched Prom Night 2, Hello Mary Lou, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> it was better than I remembered. It, it's worth it, man. It's really cool. Is that the one where they give her carry powers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> so, because I've done that, I'll move on to my uh, most important. No, I'll leave that one to the last bit. Uh, Never Hike Alone, the Friday the 13th fan film. No. Pretty, not... It's the most successful Friday fan film. Oh, okay. Tommy Jarvis, the actor that played Tommy Jarvis in part six, yeah. he's uh, 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 announced that he's in the sequel. Oh, okay. Pretty sweet. Friday the 13th's mitigation thing failed. So, the rights are still up in arms. Fuck's sake. In Search of Darkness, August. It's coming out in August. Should have it in August. Nice. It's been delayed because Tom Atkins is now on the bill and it's looking to be about a four or five hour documentary. Lovely. <laughs> I'm hoping they do not give Tom Atkins a beer while he records because <laughs> otherwise it's going to sound like me on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I've started Doom, the video game that you lent me. How are you finding it? Five minutes in, I'm already dead. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what are you playing it on? Normal mode. Okay. If you need to drop it down to easy, you just drop it down to no, easy. I'm a man and I will play it like a man. What about the soundtrack though? Didn't hear much soundtrack. Okay. The guy Mick Gordon, phenomenal. Weirdly enough, I was listening to it walking over it. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I'm a little bit sleepy today and that shit always gets me hyped up. So We do sound like we've dropped in tone, both of us. I'm not as hyper as I normally am. It's late in the day. 8.25 <sighs> already. Fucking hell, we are behind schedule. Yeah. All right. So my last important bit of news. I saw Night of the Living Dead live, Matt. Oh, shit, you did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Been putting <laughs> about it. I have. I've seen you a lot. It's I've finished now. Speaking to it. Really? Yeah, last Saturday was their last Fuck. show. Fuck, I would really like so to see that again. if you wanted to see that, uh, you can't now, because <laughs> you didn't go see it when it was out. Yeah, tell, me, tell me what you thought. I thought the guy that was supposed to be the brother that says, Barbara, 
yeah. I thought that was him. I thought it was actually him. It's a good way. Like you saw the stage and the audience sat on the stage. That was really weird. But the first dude that comes out who was known as Black Guy in the Toxic Avenger musical when I first saw that, uh, two of oh, them yeah, from Toxic like Avenger the, was the in there. He camp guy, doesn't he? He wasn't in yeah. the version you went and saw. He was. It was a different fella. There was a Am I... There was only one reoccurring actor from when we went to see it. It was the guy that played Toxie. Everyone else was new. Oh, okay. But the the dad, he was also in. He's the one that sung Legend Toxic Avenger. And, oh, it was phenomenal. And that was our first Wilhelm scream. We've been doing this for six, seven episodes. Not one fucking Wilhelm scream. But Night Living Dead Live had a fucking Wilhelm scream. <laughs> and I lost my shit. I grabbed my missus and I was like, oh my God, it's happened. <laughs> did, I, did I spoil it for you that it turned into a musical at the end? Nope. Okay, good. What did, you, what did you think of that? I lost my shit. That I was applauding. So I stood up. I was all like, yeah. yes, I got some splatter. What the hell was that weasel thing about every time they picked up a phone? Uh, what the fuck was that? It's just funny, isn't it? Even the detective was like, well, that's not right. <laughs> no, it's not. Why is that happening? Uh, the whole second act, sorry for spoilers if you want to see it. It's not on anymore, it. is it? The whole second act is just alternative versions of how the so ending good. could be. So that's good. genius. Because honestly, it's not like I was bored for the first act, but I was like, this is... This is very much like tone for tone, and then it just that stage spins, mm. and you're like, <laughs> there's oh, less weapons, there's okay. more weapons, yeah. there's less people, there's all blood the women are in charge. It's like this is fucking good. <laughs> Even the TV scene, <laughs> when they, they wheel out this little box, but then this massive fuck off TV comes up behind them. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was very enjoyable. Um, I don't know the director's name, but uh, it's the guy that did Toxic Avenger the musical. I will happily go watch whatever he does next. Yeah. He's a genius. I believe he has something to do with uh, Evil Dead the musical as well, which is still touring in America. That's like 12 years, man. My goodness. Mm, we should get it. did say in the program, which I've lost now, that it will be coming to UK at some point. Did you get any merch? I didn't know. I'm very broke. I went to get a shirt after because I thought, oh, I'm not going to get one Rookie before. Mistake. And uh, they're all gone. Of course they were. Yeah. I thought the boiler suits were for sale as well until someone picked one up to put it on. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I'm sat on the stage. <laughs> and most of them just wore it over them because it was so fucking hot in that theatre. There was a big fat guy when we did it and it was just like he just had it laying across That's him. That's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Also got kicked by one of the actors because my feet were out too far. I was in the front row, man. It was, was it busy? Yeah. It we, was packed. We probably had like 30 people. Oh, really? Maybe 40 when we went to see it. So you know like those first few like benches? Mm. That's where everyone was. Oh, yeah. shit. So everyone was close. We had people at the tops and all sorts. Well, we were on a Saturday night, so... Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know where we went. Thursday, something like that? Mm. I can't remember. I know, I loved it. And I want to see more horror stuff in the theatre. I do know that Carrie has a musical, but hasn't made it to UK yet. And Bruce Willis was in Misery, which was a stage show for a while, but he wore an earpiece because he can't be bothered to remember his lines anymore. Fuck off. <laughs> do people still hire him? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But that's it, man. That's everything I've done. What have you been up to? Not a lot, really. No? Yeah, it's been a busy work week, so it's like fitting in all my stuff has just taken a little bit amount of time. Uh, so I've watched four of the five episodes of Chernobyl. Have you heard about that? I've heard of it. The I new HBO it. series. It's finished now. I haven't watched the final episode yet, but I watched all four of the first episodes in one sitting. Nice. And fuck me, did that show fill me with anxiety. You know about the Chernobyl. Of course incident, I do. Yeah. I'm a mad fan of it. Not fan, but you know, it is a good show. Very, very good show. Yeah. And like the first episode, they show like first-person perspectives of like the firemen fighting the fire because you know it's not a radiation spill or anything. It's just a fire. You skip forward to the fourth episode, and there's just yeah. there's just a man melting into a bed. Like, kill me, please. Like it was a Vice remake. Yeah, but like real. Oh shit! Like what? An Wait, actual so is it radiation... a documentary thing? Uh, no, it's just like very. 
very close to home. Like wow. it's very much based in reality. I, I had no info on it. Yeah, it's good. So, do you have Now TV? We not anymore. Uh, it's on Now TV. Got rid of it, Sky Wankers. I wouldn't say get Now TV just for five episodes, no, but um, it's now someone that can it's now highly rate, like higher, more higher rated than uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, good. Like, it's it's now one of the highest rated TV shows of all time. Speaking of TV shows, how are you getting on with Ash? Haven't haven't done anything with it. What's the matter with you? Do you not like him or something? No, I've been working. It's what nine episodes, so that's three and a half hours, something like that. Only half hour episodes. Yeah, I will do it. Gosh, <laughs> shut up. I feel like you don't care about Ash. I do care about Ash. I've got news on Ash. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, fuck now. Uh, sorry. Bit of blood just went to my cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I watch? Last night, <clears throat> I watched, no, not last night, the night before, I watched Dark Water, the Japanese oh, really? oh, horror movie. One. Yeah, by Hideo Nakata. Nakata Toshiba something like that you said Toshiba when I did the Japanese no I didn't no I didn't Um, and it's based on the book by Koji Suzuki who also wrote Ring which was also directed by Hideo oh so they seem like quite a pairing yeah it's um, Japanese ghost stories are my kryptonite Mm. like they are the thing that scare me the most only problem I have with Japanese ghost stories is that the ghost is always the fucking same (laughs) this one's a little girl in a oh really I am surprised (laughs) in a yellow trench coat um, who leaks Alice, water wherever she goes because so she because she drowned. Okay, dude, be quiet out there. We're recording. No. <laughs> I, think that, I think that means Demi's left. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very, very good movie. Quite slow at some parts, but um, it's very paranoia-inducing. And uh, yeah, Japanese ghosts, man, spooky as shit. Would like, you have to get it right, man. Yeah. Asian horror fucking sticks with you. Like, it doesn't doesn't really do a lot in the movie, but it's just like, there's a little girl sitting in that corner of that room, and she's not doing anything, and that's it. And it's like, it's the sort of shit where I have a pillow half over my face, because ghosts just shit me up. As an adult, I've done that once to one fucking movie. What was it? I really don't want to admit it in case you think it was terrible, but I absolutely loved this film. Honestly, I'm an adult. I was laying in my bed. I was bit of a doper at the time so I was smoking away and I, yeah. could, I could watch anything at that point I was happy to see if I was blazing blazing I'd watch anything I put on this film Wreck and I was fine the, the first jump scare no, got me wreck, when the big lady scary, comes man. running down the corridor with a fireman yeah. I thought that's that's pretty scary same actor that played frightened. Marth oh, was it really yeah. <laughs> but then at the end when it's all night vision and that horrible skinny woman thing is walking around I shat my pants. I literally was hiding. Yeah. I was clawing my bed sheets, going, "What am I doing? I'm an adult. I'm in my fucking twenty. Oh my god, it's scary. <laughs> it's a good movie. I like. I like. All four of them well. are good, man. Still only seen one and two. Three is brilliant. It goes That's from handycam over to film camera, and then the fourth one is Three's all film camera. Three is very camera. much like Ash, isn't it? Ash versus no. like Evil Dead style. I suppose because it's got that tone. Yeah, it has got a lot of fun. Like the fucking teaser trailer is the best teaser I've ever seen for any film. It just shows like wedding photos coming up, like the beginning of a wedding video, yeah. background and that. And then all of a sudden, it just cuts to this bride revving a fucking chainsaw, covered in blood. As soon as she gets it pumped, she just says, "It's my fucking day." And it's wreck three. <laughs> I've got that saved on like every half drive in case I ever lost it. That's pretty cool. I like it more than the film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then last two things I saw Godzilla again got, oh yeah I, good I've not got much else to say about Godzilla except you know go one, and see it one of the best movies I've seen I didn't realise it was still playing uh, I watched it the, like the last showing in the IMAX before oh. it went in our local but uh, it's not playing in the IMAX anymore still is playing yeah. so if you do fancy you know giant monsters fucking fighting I, I do actually want to give this one a go but I did forget to tell you I actually bothered to do John Wick 
three. It's good, isn't it? It's got the Raid Boys in it. It has the choreography. Got the raid boys is in obviously it. the Raid Team. Yeah, it's obviously them that have done it, and that's what made it. Good. He uses a fucking horse as a weapon. He have you a, ever seen that? He uses a book as a weapon. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. He uses everything that as a weapon. Used books as weapons. All right, that's nothing new. <laughs> this guy used a fucking horse. He did. Can't wait for the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't care. I saw one and two, didn't care. Now, now I'll give a shit. The Casablanca scene where it goes back and forth between him and Halle Berry and her dogs. Pff, fucking amazing. And then, like, when it's on Halle Berry, you could see John Wick in the background. And then, like, when you. <laughs> it's just so good. I think I just checked out at that point for some reason. I don't know. That's like when she's, like, sending the dogs off and they're, like, running up buildings yeah. and shit. <laughs> oh, I just want so to see good. more horses used as weapons. <laughs> and then I've f- electrocuted a horse once. <laughs> what? You want, story. Tell, you want to tell this on air? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Come on then. <laughs> so I was at a horse field, and I was next to an electric fence. You know, fence. those horse fields. Yeah, that's where they keep them. They let them run around. They wear blankets on their backs. <laughs> and I, I was just stroking his little face, and then I turned to talk to whoever I was with at the time. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But it was an electric fence down the side of us, and this fucking horse just pushed me so hard that I went into the fence. The charge went in my wrist and came out the other wrist into the fucker's face and he shot off like a right cunt. And I was like, fuck you, that's what you get. I hate horses. So all those horses listening, don't push Dan. Don't fucking push Dan because I will electrocute you. He's on the edge. I am electro. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. <laughs> i got sparks in my fingers. They call me sparkles. <laughs> Mr. Spuckaloo. Mr. Spuckaloo. Uh, and then finally, the last thing I've done this week is I thought I'd try Audible because mm. I don't read enough because I'm shit at reading because dyslexia and stuff. So I gave that a trial and I downloaded again because I've read most of them the HP Lovecraft anthology. For fuck's sake. But at least you get to listen to them. For free. Yeah. 52 hours worth of content. Shit. So you don't need to go back ever. Nah. <laughs> So uh, I'm sad. That's insane, yeah. Yeah. I was like, how could I get bang for my buck? <laughs> there we go. 52 hours worth of horror stories. That's pretty mental, man. Yeah. So yeah, I try, try Audible. It's good. And that's it. That's all I've done for this week. We'll look into that because there's not... a few books that I can't afford, but I'm sure they're available on Audible somewhere. Like... Well, you, you try the free trial because you get a free token mm. and then every token like allows you a book. And then after that, it's seven ninety nine a month. But you get a free book a month. Whereas if you try to buy a book on yeah, there, it's like it could be anyway. between like ten pound to twenty five, or you could just pay seven ninety nine to get a token and buy that twenty five pound mm. book for free, or not for free. So I'm I'm gonna keep it for a bit because you know, a lot a lot of book. Duh, 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 duh. News. News. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the fucking show. Before we jump into that, oh yeah, you said you were gonna tell me something. I received a suspect package. Yeah. So I ordered a mystery box off eBay. Okay. And I came home to get it on my lunch, and I, there was two boxes. I opened the first one, and it was a bunch of shit I didn't recognise, so I assumed it might be presents for me, ordered by my missus, because my birthday's coming up soon. So I just put it to the side. The next one was a bigger box. I ran off to work with that. Opened it up. Inside, bubble wrap, and then Chinese newspapers. Bit weird. Yeah. Not really sure what that's about, but it was five items in it, so I was like, this is definitely my mystery box. Five items. That's what they said they were going to send me. Yeah. First thing I opened up was a Ghostbusters figure, the original from the 80s, yeah. much better condition than my one. I was yeah. like, well, that's fucking neat. I've been needing a decent version of that. Put it to the side. The next four were all Ghostbusters figures, all in really good condition. I was like, this is a bit weird for a mystery box. Like, How do these eBay people know that this is what I want? The Chinese well, are listening to us through the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't mean to be racist. It could be Japanese. It could be Korean. I don't know. I don't speak foreign. Don't read foreign. You got the newspaper. I'll probably tell you. No, like an idiot. I put it in the bin because oh, I was just okay. so sure that this was the box I'd ordered. 
And I was still thinking, this is a bit odd. And then I went to throw the box away. But in the centre of the bottom of the box was a cinema ticket for a different chain that I've worked that never worked for. <laughs> but it was for a film called Guess Who. Now that's the ticket sat in the bottom of this fucking box with these five Ghostbusters figures. I get home, I check the other box, it's the mystery box. And it was shit. It was absolute tat. Who the fuck sent me this box? There's no letters with it. There's no return address. I don't know where it's come from. But I'm very grateful. Thank you to whoever sent it. But who the fuck are you? So you didn't accidentally open your birthday presents? No, because I confronted her as soon as I got home. I was like, who the fuck sent this? And she's like, oh, I didn't fucking order that. The last thing I'm getting you, Dan, is more fucking toys, is what she said. <laughs> oh. So I don't know. It might be some old friend from a long time ago. I don't know. You've spoken with it. stoned with somebody on YouTube, have you? No. Well, yeah, but not like that. <laughs> I haven't given my address out. I, I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable about it. It freaked me out a bit, but I'm also very grateful. Where are the toys? Uh, they're all on that display because they're actually the figures. That's the other thing about it. The next video I'm doing is that line of figures. Oh, have you checked the eyes? See if there's little cameras and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not that far <laughs> in the future, Matt. I don't know. It's not child play yet. Right. <laughs> da, 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 the news. News. Right, first bit of news uh, is a game got announced that I wanted to talk about called uh, Blasphemous. Blasphemous. Yeah, it's like a 16-bit... Um, 16-bit? Yeah, side-scrolling um, action horror game. It looks like a cross between Castlevania and Dark Souls. Okay. It looks fucking cool. You play with this guy who's got like a giant pointed helmet, and it it looks so good. I just wanted to mention it. Like, I'll show you the trailer later. It was kickstarted like two years ago, and it's finally mm. coming out. And like... You, you get like a wheel as a weapon and you like smash people's heads in with a wheel it looks good and there's like giant like Lovecraftian monsters in it so I just, I just wanted to talk about that sounds good I'll show you the trailer later <laughs> uh, what else uh, Parasite um, which is a Korean movie directed by I'm going to botch this Jun Hong Bong cool I was waiting for a laugh there <laughs> Who, sorry he, he directed The Host Oh yeah, it's his new like psychological horror, and it's uh, set to come out in October. I had noticed the, the trailer popped up, but I just didn't give it. Any I haven't actually forward. watched the trailer yet because I'm kind of trying to stay clear from it. But the poster looks amazing, yeah. and the concept seems pretty cool as well. Yeah. Uh, onto some toys. Oh, Necker have yeah. announced a Sam figure from Trick or Treat. I honestly thought you were going to say Henry Portrait of Serial Killer. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that looks really cool, so I'm definitely going to be buying that for my shelf when that comes out. Along with one that you might be interested in, they've announced a John Connor along with his dirt bike. You mentioned both of these in the last episode. Did I really? Yeah. The John Connor one? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm still excited about it. <laughs> it's still pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> See, some of the stuff I wrote down, the I was like... Is right there. In his little green oh, jacket. Yeah. I see it. And it's a boxed one as well. Yeah, this one looks a lot cooler than that yeah, one. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, Conjuring 3 has started shooting last week. Oh, yeah. I saw so... the uh, thing come up with the picture of the two Christian Ghostbusters. And my mate phoned me up telling me how excited he was. And I was like, dude. The Conjuring ones are good. They're all right. I think the new Annabelle actually seems... Annoyingly, the last trailer, yeah. Looks more promising. Because it's like House of Horrors, isn't it? I think I know that it's going to be shit, so I just accept that much and I'm going there. It's like a Ouija to me now. I just, I'm just going to go for fun. Mm. But saying that, though, I've missed out on a lot recently. So yeah. I haven't watched Ma. I really want to see that. I'm not going to watch Ma. It, looks, it looked fun on the advert, but after hearing... No, I'm just not into it. Yeah. Uh, some Ghostbusters news Sigourney oh. has signed on to uh, return in uh. Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters wow uh, which has also cast Finn Wolfgard from It and Stranger Things really? yeah oh so he's going to be the 
one they're passing the torch to. Couldn't even the Ghostbuster in one of the episodes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 wank. Didn't even realise I'm that. over this fucking sequel already, yeah, man. Sigourney. She's not hot, man. She's hot. Girl's not hot. How <laughs> 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 dare you. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode. I can't remember, but the new Scary Stories 10 in the Dark trailer showed off. Oh, I didn't watch it. Uh, it's got like more of Harold and the other monsters in it as well. Harold's the Scarecrow. And it's like him like shuffling around hmm. with like half his torso oh, maybe missing. I did watch it then. Looks good. Yeah. Still excited. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. I love an anthology, as you know. Um, uh, love, Death and Robots has been renewed for season two on Netflix. I did watch season one. I forgot to tell you. Oh, you've watched it yeah, about a month ago. Oh, okay. I That's... kept falling asleep and waking up <laughs> in bits, and it was. The first one was really interesting. Everyone told me there was the Robocop it's, references. Um, there was no Robocop. Uh, there was Terminator. The monster. No, it was just the robots walking around the wastelands. Oh, that's episode two. That was it. Yeah, episode one's the one where the it's the monsters fighting, and it's the people controlling the monsters. Oh, fuck. And then twist at the end, no, she is the monster. That was like number three or something. Whatever. That one was my favourite one. I did really enjoy that. I think the favourite one I've seen so far, because I haven't finished it yet, was the um, the people who drift off into space, and they wake up, and it's like his long-lost girlfriend. Oh, that was really difficult. And then it's the very end, it's like a fucking... Cthulhu-esque spider yeah. creature that's controlling them all. That one, the CGI, I I was struggling. It's like, that's real life. No, no, that's CGI. No, that's real life. And it's all CGI. Oh, it really fucked it's my head. really interesting, though. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm well excited to see what else they do because they're, they're so mixed. I really liked the yogurt one as well. I don't remember the yogurt one. The, the, the day the yogurt became sentient and then it created like a perfect earth. I did watch that. That must have been when I first fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. But what about the one with the girl? She's trying to run away from that guy who's trying to catch up to oh, her replays and, yeah and yeah. She's the, yeah that was i didn't like I, I was actually offended by the amount of obscene nudity that was in it <laughs> i just thought this is vulgar and i'm trying to watch it with my missus so I, <laughs> but yeah that, that was, was well sexy <laughs> it wasn't sexy it was just weird so you enjoyed it though yeah because it's all really it's it's a easy watch isn't it because it you, was all right it goes from three minutes to 13 and mm. then you're done well that's what i like about anthologies just something different one after the other but yeah. none of them caught me to the point where I was like fuck I hope there's more of these just like yeah that was alright yeah yeah. so <laughs> season 2 yeah I'll give it probably, a go. probably next year um, Swamp Thing's been cancelled already <laughs> well, so this is what the problem is Matt if well I get excited DC. for something it gets fucked yeah that's what the problem is if I didn't give a shit it would be fine and we haven't even got the first episode in the UK yet Cunting fuck I think they are doing this entire season because they've <sighs> obviously shot it all because episode 2's come out but um, I don't know what's going on with it I just know it's been fucking cancelled already it's bollocks uh, Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin because that's his legal name now that's why it popped up at the end of Toe Jam and Earl he, he pops up in the new Toe Jam and Earl and it said that and I was like why is it written his name fucking twice he, ch- he legally changed his name to Macaulay Macaulay boy. Culkin Culkin he's in the new film with uh, Seth Green well this and he's just running around in his bunny ears in the trailer Is uh, he's rumoured to play Joker in the Robert Pattinson Batman movie fuck off that's not good at all think about it <laughs> Do you remember right, so that Ginger sh- Batman? Do you remember and Little no, Joker? Do you remember that short of him with the guy locked up in the garage that yeah. he tortures? Now imagine that as the Joker. I can't see it. He's getting back up there. Oh, and he's he could, been up back up he there. He could for a while. do it if it's true, because it's only rumours. But it's enough for me to get hyped for it. I'm just trying to picture as any other villain because we've we've done the Joker. Come on, we've done it now. What you want, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin to play? It's Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, <laughs> Clayface. I was trying to go more Riddler, but even then, like the current Riddler in Gotham is oh, so fucking God. good. I don't think anyone's going to be better than him. Anybody could be better. Anybody in Gotham. Shut the fuck up, man. 
Because you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, comic books, not that one. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark is coming out in October. That is definitely happening. Yes. I fucking got so confused with this Tales to Tell in the Dark and that. And Tales of the, the Crypt, other one? Crypt Show is happening as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a good time to be a horror fan. Uh, sort of. There's rumours of Godzilla vs. Kong being pushed back to later in the year. I thought that was next year, Other than March. Yeah, for reshoots. Really? Mm. Oh, I didn't hear that. I know it was originally set up for March. Maybe they're pushing it back. But now there's rumours of it getting shelved completely. Huh? Yeah, if they do, I'm going to cause a riot. Yeah. I might actually kill someone. I'll film it for you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'll be Godzilla. You be Kong. And we just fight <laughs> we just in stuff. your living room. I'll get all my houses set up, all my toy play sets. We can stump on them. Yeah. Uh, where are we? <laughs> Three from Hell trailer dropped. Yeah. Thoughts? I watched it. It's just generic Rob Zombie, isn't it? Yeah, it looks very generic. How about you make a film that doesn't star your terrible actress that you know as a wife? That'd be a start. Because you got Sid Haig and Bill Moseley. And then they're ruined because this fucking woman's in the middle of it who's useless. I hate that they put her fucking laugh in the trailer. It's not a good laugh. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not, is it? It's not entertaining. There's nothing appealing about that woman. There's nothing. The only time she was good is the opening scene of the Toolbox Murders remake because she gets fucking killed immediately. I bought that, put it on, and I was like, oh, fuck, I've wasted my money. Then she's off. Then I'm like, sweet, I'm in. And I liked it because yeah. of that. <laughs> I'm excited. I like Thousand Corpses and I like Devil's Rejects a lot. I need to rewatch Devil's Rejects. I haven't seen it since the cinema. It's good. But it's, but very, it's very 2005. I think because like. I, I watched them Halloween remakes too many times and it just made me realise that this is all the same fucking movie. Yeah. Not everything has to be Chainsaw Massacre. No, it doesn't. It's just influenced so much, doesn't it? <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping we actually get a cinema release for it over, like, this year because if it shows in like Prince Charles in London... I'm going to have to go. Nah. Because I do need to see it. I could wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever watch the trailer for Hagazuza? No. No? It's like um, a German uh, horror movie set in the 15th century. Sort of like The Witch. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's just dropped on Amazon US. So oh. hopefully it's coming to Amazon Prime UK as well. Because that movie looks banging. Looks very much like The Witch mixed with like The Void. You watch The Void. Yeah, I bought it because of you. Yeah. Didn't dig it. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Same with that Southbound Tales. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> I didn't I didn't recommend Southbound yeah, Tales. Did. Are you talking about just Southbound? Maybe. It's, the, it's an anthology film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. What's the Southbound? Southbound Tales is the shitty one with Sarah Michelle Gellar, isn't it? I don't know. She wasn't in this film I watched. Nah, so that, no, I'm talking about something else. I watched I the one that you I know recommended. South, Southbound I has it. a good I paid for both of these movies because of you, Matt. Well, it's a good thing we've both got different tastes, isn't it? Yeah, but mine's better, because it's mine. Nah, mine's <laughs> no, 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 mate. Yours is all wrong. Right, that's it. <laughs> um, Cruel, Alex Arger's new movie, the yep. Alligator one, has been rumoured for 4DX release. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't good. it? Good. Fucking Alligator's like, getting thrown into the cinema screen. 4DX is four horror movies. Like, the most successful thing that they had at Disney for I believe it was Disney it was like Alien Invasion maybe it was Universal Studios and Might it was a film made for the ride and it was essentially just a 4DX screen and when the lights went out they had the ticklers that get your ankle yeah. so it felt like the bastard alien was crawling through the aisles that's pretty cool that's where it's all evolved from it should always be horror in there horror and action not sing-alongs <laughs> <laughs> because that's happened bitter now. there well we've got The Matrix coming soon yeah fuck off yeah. I'm not about for it the cinema I'm working at that week doesn't have any screens yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really fucked off. 
I like the first Matrix, and I would love to see that in 4DX. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I've got like two pages. Sure. Uh, Chronicle Collectibles has announced the real Ghostbusters figures set for April to June release 2020. Really? Now, I uh, am going to quickly try and... What, are they reissues of the Kenner ones? No, uh, they, they don't. They're like the original ones. I'm going to get the picture up quickly. Because Dine and Select are literally doing a run of Ghost, real Ghostbusters figures at the moment. I need three more for the set. That's crazy. That's awesome, but I haven't got enough money or space for these toys, you well, bastards. They're next year. Okay, I've got time. Hold on. I'm going to... Sorry, ra- ramble quickly. Well, I'll say the next one. Miramax is for sale. Who hold the rights to Halloween and Scream? So that kind of might put them in the shit for the future. Who the fuck wants Miramax? Well, they've got to sell it, and you know why. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Who the fuck wants it? This site can't be reached. But we're on air. Just show me. (laughs) Are you online? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here they are. There you go. Oh my god. They look good, didn't they? Yeah, they're going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah. They haven't got any articulation. Uh, doesn't look like it. They look like they're actual they're just statues, figurines. Yeah. yeah, but they look good, don't they? Yeah, picture of the sweet. back. Oh wow! Yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty epic. So yeah. between April and June next year. Oh, I'm excited. I'll put that in just for you. Something I need is more fucking Ghostbusters toys. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever seen this living room, but it is pretty much just a shrine to Ghostbusters toys. One day we'll put out a little video, be like, "This is our studio," and people are like, "That's a living room." Yes. You're like, shut up. <laughs> At least it's not a bedroom. Oh, sorry, I got back. Um, and then one of the final things is the big thing that happened this week. Yeah. E3 happened this week. Keanu Reeves. Well, not just that, but yeah, Keanu Reeves was announced for. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 I didn't actually put Cyberpunk in there at all because I only put the horror stuff in there oh nice thanks um, I so a game, out for a, second there. <laughs> a game called Ghostwire Tokyo was announced which is by the studio did Evil Dead 1 not Evil Dead Evil Within 1 and 2 oh right okay cool. um, they know what they're doing it looks fucking awesome uh, it's like it's set, set in Tokyo and it's about people that just start disappearing in thin air and like leave all their clothes behind it's just a CGI trailer but it looks so fucking weird and so like psychological and if you played Evil Within look forward to this one <laughs> look forward to this one uh, Doom Eternal got the full trailer and the release date is 22nd of November no idea what that is so, Doom Eternal what game have you started playing oh Doom Eternal you're yeah. saying it so quickly it sounds Doom Eternal Doom Eternal Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. If I say it fast enough, it sounds like something you're using your teeth. Mm. Doom Eternal. That's what I can hear. I can't hear Doom Eternal. Ten when out of twelve <laughs> dentists recommend Doom Eternal. Do they though? <laughs> so uh, I'm. You know, in the adverts, to... they're not real dentists, aren't you? They just film it to look like they are. Nah, they're wearing dentist clothes. Yeah, but they also pop up in other adverts. Yeah, but they're wearing dentist clothes. Though, so that means they're a dentist. They are professionals, so. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to ripping and tearing again. And you better uh, hopefully finish the game by November. Well, I have to tell you, man, it's first person. I struggle a lot with first person. It makes my eyes water. Original Doom's first person. And you know what that means if your eyes water? Because I do that as well. That means you're concentrating too hard. What else am I supposed to be fucking doing? Blinking. (laughs) Ain't got time to blink. (laughs) Ain't got time to bleed. Um, Elden Ring was announced from 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 software. Who were the people that did the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games? Um, this one's uh, by the same director, Hide. I'm just gonna say his last name because I can't pronounce his first name. Miyazaki. He's just like the best director for those games. But it's also been developed by George R. R. Martin, who did Game of Thrones as well. Mm. So that should be interesting. It's meant to be their largest game yet. Mm. So that's gonna have a lot of gore and monsters in it, hopefully. Cool. Uh, Dying Light 2 was shown off 
more because that was announced like three years ago originally. Oh, so did you play the original? No. It's uh, a first person free running zombie game. Hmm. So you've got like get from building to building and at night the zombies get stronger and the fast zombies come out as well. Okay. Yeah. And then finally the Blair Witch video game. Oh, I saw a reaction video to that. And then I put the actual trailer on and my mate was like, "Well, it could be good." And I was like, well, "Don't think I give a shit, man. It's too late." <laughs> I watched that live at work and I was like, "Holy shit, is this Silent Hills because the character's dressed just like the character from Silent Hill 2?" Oh, is it really? Yeah. And then uh, and I was like, no, of course it's not Silent Hill. Why would it be Silent Hill? <laughs> they're never, never going to make a Silent Hill game again. Because, really? Yeah, the studio owns them a bunch of cunts. Isn't it Konami? Oh, yeah, there it is. There you go. Uh, the, yeah, that, that was going to be the last news until today. So at five o'clock today, Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep trailer dropped. Oh, no, Doctor Sleep, you're sleepy. I'm you, McGregor. I've got the shining. <laughs> they call it the shining. <laughs> But he just realised that they've got a Scottish guy to be in the Shannon yeah, And he's all like, I call it the Shannon. What do you call a hen? I call it magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the truth. Um, so, but some news has come uh, out about it as well. So they had to basically sit down with Stephen King and get him to agree to this movie. And uh, it's going to be a sequel to the book and Kubrick's movie. Right. Which was, which was obvious in the trailer. Yeah, because they, they can't make a sequel to the movie when the movie isn't based... On anything in this the already sounds like a fucking mess, Matt. Mike Flanagan's done some good stuff, though. What did he do? He did the Haunting of Hill House TV series. I didn't actually enjoy that. I just uh, like the turtle Easter eggs. Hush, the one with the deaf woman in the house. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't really get into it, but I like the bad guy in it. He was in Belgium. Yeah. Uh, Gerald's Game. I hated Gerald's Game. You hated Gerald's Game. It was so shit. She lost her mind within minutes. Nah. Yeah, she did. Nah. Yeah, as soon as the dog came she... in the room, she was like, oh, fuck, I'm in La La Land. And then uh, his worst one, Oculus. I liked Oculus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All the others, I'm like, nah, it's good. That, that girl, she's my number two. <laughs> she was in Jumanji 2. Oh, her Karen Gillian. Gillian? Gillian. Yeah. You, you and your fucking Scots. Mm, she's Scottish. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Stop. I didn't know For mine. Christ. <laughs> Hopefully she'll turn up in uh, Doctor Sleep and be like more Scottish people in Doctor Sleep. Fiend. Don't make me want to see that because I have no interest in that trailer. Just put me completely off. And if she's in it, I'll be there. And then the final bit of news that popped up as we were on a break earlier: uh, the poster has released for the new remake that's coming out December thirteenth from Blumhouse. Whose house? Blumhouse. <laughs> Black Christmas. Another remake. Yeah. Another remake. Yeah. By Blumhouse. <laughs> by who? By whose house? Blumhouse. That's fucking why? Right. So Black Xmas. Yeah. I refuse to admit that that exists because yeah. it's a fucking awful movie. I don't mind it. The original Black Christmas is banging. So yeah, if they stick, wrong with if they can stick more to that, I'm interested. I think I liked about the the remake was that they added. That I liked what they added. I liked that you you found out who the killer was and he wasn't just on his own. I liked the backstory. I liked the the story of the killer. Piggy. His childhood. Yeah, I dug it. Your piggy gun. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Love that movie. Weird. The po- all it was was the poster, which is um, black background, and then it's a icicle, a really sharp icicle, just covered in blood. It sounds like an eighties VH, uh, uh, VHS cover. Yeah. So that's good news. Yeah, that is good news. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Popped up as you were getting a drink, and I was like, I'm not telling him that. <laughs> <laughs> you walked in the room, and I was like, look away. It's again like you know, we, yeah, whatever. Fine, I'm glad to get another one. Yeah. I'd rather have more sequels, but yeah. 
Yeah, that's the problem though, isn't it? Like, it's the same with comic books getting rebooted every year because people don't know where to start. That's fair, yeah, because they just go for fucking ever. And yeah. That, what, that, that's one thing I do like about comic books with, like how many variations there is on Batman. That's amazing. You mm. just find the one that you connect with, not connect with, the one you admire the most. And... Oh, it's 80 years this year. Yeah, I know. Batman. Yeah. Mental. Yeah, it's awesome. 1989, the first fucking proper movie came out. Yeah, the 60s one ever film. Proper movie. It, I said it was the first movie. film, and it had all of the villains together for the first time. And how many movies have we have with Batman in it? It's mental. Seven? Uh, we the, should have more Batman movies than Bond films, and yet we don't. There's the 60s movie. Mm. There's 89, Returns, the two awful ones. Uh, Schumacher's. The there's, Lost Boys there's the Nolan ones. Yeah. Um, and then there's even worse ones that Batman, come after Batman vs. <laughs> Superman, <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> that's 10 right there. What Wasn't else he does he turn Suicide up in? Squad as well? Or did that yeah, he cut? was in for a, like a couple of minutes. But then there's three others you're forgetting about, mate. Is there? Yeah. Lego Movie 1 and 2 and Batman the Lego Movie. I like, I There's like been the 13 movies. movies with Batman in it. The that, Lego movie is the superior one. Lego Batman movie is yeah. so good. It's good until halfway through and then it just stops being fun. But the first half, fucking immaculate. You see the Condiment King. Yes, the fucking Condiment yeah. King. Um, yeah, so that's our, that's our news for this week. I have seen the future of horror. His name is Clive Barker. Uh, you are dead on, sir. Hellraiser, nineteen eighty-seven, directed by Clive Barker. Also written by Clive Barker. Also based on the novella The Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker. Hmm. Weird that. Like you don't often get an author write the script and direct. That that's really rare. And for him to change so much. <laughs> Maximum overdrive. <laughs> 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 the look on your Touché. face. That made my brain fart. I just went, uh, oh yeah. I haven't even seen that. It's just you made me watch that fucking trailer. Which is the best bit of the whole fucking movie. Mm. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. Right, moving on. <clears throat> Back to Hellraiser, 1987. We have such sights to show you. Uh, yeah. What, what else Clive Barker done? He also wrote and directed Nightbreed, which mm-hmm. is also based on one of his novels, which is called Cabal, which is well good. I've only actually read nearly three of his books which is Hellbound Heart Cabal and then I've read like half of the um, 
books of bloods. Mm. Book of bloods. Book of books bloods. Of blood. Blood of books. Blood of books. Bloody books. They're really good short stories. Yeah. So I recommend going and read those because I'm only really good at reading short stories. <laughs> if it's Hellbound a bit... heart was pretty good. Yeah, Hellbound heart is good. 186 pages. Go and read it. Go and read it, boys. <laughs> Everyone listening, it's really good. <laughs> so our audience is just male. Then. Love it. Your mum's listening. Hello, mum. Um, oh, probably mom. driving to work, ain't you? Uh, look out! <laughs> 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 <Sticky bollocks. laughs> uh, yeah, what else has he done? He wrote Candyman. Yeah. Uh, he wrote the story for Rawhead Rex, which mm. is also based on one of his short stories. Um, and he did a couple of video games: The Undying and then Jericho. Oh, yeah. Break down the walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little reference to That's wrestling. Nice. <laughs> wrestling. Uh, this is a. A film. Yeah. I completely forgot what I was going to fucking say. Starring Andrew Robinson. Which uh, one was that? He is oh, Larry dude. from Dirty Harry. He was the killer in Dirty Harry. He's also the hairdresser in Child's Play 3. He is. Yeah. It's the only notable things that he's... Pumpkinhead 2? Really been in. Yeah, Pumpkinhead 2, that world famous movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. Uh, also starring Claire Higgins as... Julia. Julia. Who was in this Hellraiser 2, Hellbound... And a lot, a lot of British TV. Oh, was she? I do not recognise yeah. her from anything. East All Ep- I can see, think when I see her is big hair, big hair, big shoulders, big hair. Yeah, and you asked me off air if she's attractive. Mm-hmm. No. No, she's not. No, she is. So hot or not? No, oh. Julia is not attractive. Julia, she, you're not uh, worth it. She's a clingy bitch who... <laughs> <laughs> she's a bitch. Yeah, she, she is, is actually a piece... I have it in my notes. What a piece of fucking shit. Mm. Also starring... Ashley Lawrence, who's Kirsty from this and two, and again, not really a lot else. She was in Hellraiser 3, Hellraiser 6. She wasn't in 3. She was in fucking 3. Fucking was in. Promises. Was I she? put money on it. Yeah. There's a bit where they watch a videotape of a girl being interviewed. It's wow. fucking Kirsty. Okay. And then she was in 6. Yeah. yeah. With the vulture from Brooklyn Nine-Nine because he's a detective in it oh yeah I forgot he was like the lead <laughs> he's great in it he's still the vulture and he's like open this box play with a fucking box <laughs> and then uh, show me what's who, in the box who's the final most notable actor in this movie uh, I believe it's Bradley Doug Doug Bradley <laughs> try and make one of these without me oh you did you made two and yeah. they've both been failures <laughs> so this is the first of ten fucking, fucking sequels hell. Well, this isn't the sequel. This is the first with mm. nine other sequels. He stars in eight of them. Yep. And then... Uh, say stars. That's cameos in the last four. Yeah. And nine and ten are just don't even bother because they're American. I rubbish. do want to see the last one, but not in a rush. No, me either. <sighs> um, all right, I've got to skip but, uh, You should really mention that this... Uh, what was the girl's name? Kirsty, the actress. Kirsty. Lawrence Ashley. Ashley Lawrence. Uh, right? Ashley Lawrence. Ashley Lawrence. Yeah, this is her first film, and then she went on to do fucking Flash Dance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I always thought Flash Dance was first, but I found out today that no, that was after. And I was like, how did you go from that to that? Mm. But she's also in another film that is still banned in the UK today, which is probably why you don't know about it, called Mikey. Also made around the same time as the Boulder incident. Okay. So Britain isn't allowed that movie, and it is fucking good. It's about a kid goes from foster home to foster home, kills each parent. But before he kills them, he shows them the videotape of when he killed the last parents. It's really good. <laughs> I wonder why that's banned. Yep. 
So this movie is rated 7.0 on IMDb, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 57% on Metacritic, which is mad. Because Metacritic is just fan reviews, so that's probably like thousands and thousands of reviews at this point, because this movie is fucking iconic. I thought you were going to say banging. Yeah, I'm trying not to say banging as I'm much. sorry, I can't, like it when you can't, say that. Can't wait for the last episode to come out, I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm <laughs> don't make That's it a drinking 12. game <laughs> it's, it's fine have quotes Matt <laughs> podcast is already a drinking game for me yeah. That's true <laughs> Thomas said I wasn't going to drink today And I'm already holding now a How else are you going to put up with my company uh, unless you're drunk 640 huh? milliliter bottle of tiger beer Tiger blood, tiger blood. Running through my veins <laughs> um, She's got a notification pop up on my phone for Doctor Sleep trailer That was hours ago you dickhead Catch up Jesus God. I thought that was on fucking flight mode I accidentally reset it when we had a break. Oh. I put it on. I put yeah. It, so this starts up. Like, for a Hellraiser, I would expect. One of the favourite things that I look out for in these old horror movies, I say old 80s horror films, is black background, red font. That is normally a really good sign. It's yeah. normally a warning that this is going to be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Hellraiser comes up white, yeah. but it's still impactive. Like, the theme song breaks in as soon as you've seen the title. And that theme song. Oh, so good. Didn't you put it in last week's um, your favorite composer? Two, I think. Yeah. yeah, such a good soundtrack for really this movie. Is. For like a movie that was like this kind of low budget, mm. like it was. It's just so impactful. That's not it. That sounds like come from the land of the ice and snow. You sounded more like that George Michael song, "Careless Whisper." That's not what was in my head. That's what I heard though. Careless sister. Yeah, so my thoughts on this movie. What was your favourite scene first? Favourite scene? Fucking hell. Possibly when the Cenobites first show up. Like, you, the, you see the room lighting up through cracks in the walls and shit yeah. when the, the light starts glowing through all that shit. And then they just appear quick as anything and Pinhead's, like, making a puzzle pieces oh, together out of, out of Frank's face. Yeah, yeah which cool. was originally meant to be Butterball. And yeah. he believed right up until the 2000s that it was him. Yeah. Like, did you not notice how skinny his fingers were? Yeah. And how white, not, not white, but how flesh-toned their hands are, but the face is all pale. Yeah, it's weird. That's really odd. Yeah. Dirty nails on everyone, I noticed that as well. <laughs> Sorry, what's your favourite scene, mate? Uh, my favourite scene is probably um, when the tiles open up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like that That TV makes that horrible sound. And it looks like a fucking art house video. And like the, the IV bag fills with blood and shit and mm. it's the plants on the TV. I really like that scene. Don't know why. That's good. So it, yeah. I think some of those sound effects were from the Coil soundtrack. The original like, soundtrack. Yeah, that's all that sound. shit. Yeah, that's my favourite scene. <clears throat> it was good. I do really like this. There's, there's, I've got no complaints about it. Obviously there's things I've noticed that I'm like, that ain't right. Like uh, when Kirsty's trying to get into the house because Julia has just taken a man in and she's the door won't open. But if you look closely, you'll see the doorbell is hanging off the wall. Huh. But before then, it's fine. Should we actually um, explain what this movie is about? In case anybody it's that, about something. In, ca- in case anybody <laughs> that doesn't know horror that listens to this horror podcast has never seen Hellraiser. Yeah, go on. Yeah. What's the synopsis for this movie? I haven't actually written it down, but should we just... it's about a woman who's a piece of shit, cheats on her husband with his brother. On their wedding day. On their fucking wedding day, and never got over it. Always fell in love with him because of his magnitude. I say rapiness, to be honest. She was into that aggressiveness, which was some deleted scenes with Mm -hmm. her being spanked and shit. And anal, apparently. (laughs) That was in the original. Yeah. But apparently that footage is missing. Uh, That means it's in Clive Barker's collection. Yeah. He said he's the one that doesn't know where it is. And yeah, it's probably stashed away somewhere, like a Michael Jackson bowl. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, oh, what but is yeah. this about? It's... Yeah, so yeah, that's like the underlining tone. But also, there's demons involved, which aren't that predominant, but they're no. on the cover. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so like the brother that she cheated on, he uh, went and got a box called the Lamnant box at some point and that gives you all the pleasure in the world <laughs> and, it unlocks uh, doors yeah and then it tears your soul apart we haven't explained what this film's about at all not really and then he comes back later as like a flesh zombie and Julie has to kill people to make him reanimate no yeah. Re- reborn reborn heroes reborn Henry <laughs> stop bringing up LP on the left no <laughs> they don't give a shit about us Matt <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, yeah, how, how do you explain this film? Because the IMDb synopsis was terrible. It didn't explain it at all. But yeah, essentially it's about a box. The box unlo- opens doors of pleasures that are neither heaven nor hell. Yeah. Pleasures of pain. Pleasures of lust. Pleasures of... Desire. Desire. We have such sights to show you. Yeah, that was a really good scene as well. I really like that bit when he pops up behind... Kirsty, yeah. she's grabbed the box and that. Yeah, there's so many good bits, man. Yeah. Even when Frank walks into the bedroom and Julia is trying to make love to her husband Larry, and he just stands at the end of the bed, cuts like, a mouse in no, half. No, I can't uh, take yeah, it. He's such a good actor. Larry's so good. Is that I don't understand you. One minute you want me, and the next minute you don't. I don't get it. And then he just leaves. <laughs> is he a good actor, or is the American guy that dubbed over him a good actor? Yeah, he wasn't actor? dubbed. It was Frank that was dubbed. Frank was horribly dubbed and two actors play Frank it's not yeah. the same dude when he's all fleshy that's weird isn't it mm. like, surely you just think to use the guy I think he didn't want to get makeup up or something or he, looked, he was too big so they needed someone skinnier to look like he was a developing yeah, make, yeah it makes sense in that, in that way the scene where he first come back where uh, where <laughs> when he looks like a spider coming out the floor yeah where when Oof, um, sinister when La- Larry yeah, yeah. Larry's the when name. when Larry cuts his hand and he comes out the floor, that reminds me so much of like Cronenberg, like the fly. Yeah, like you know how um, oh what's his name in the fly? <clears throat> Brundlefly. Brundlefly. Yeah, like how he looks at the end, like those arms coming out of the ground, mm. and when they're like that, and then it's like. <laughs> it reminds me so much of like early Cronenberg. That was dark. It was good. That's probably like my second favorite part of the movie. Like the and watching all like the cells grow back and shit oh, like it's that. Brutal, isn't it? It's a good scene. DVD, the Blu-ray quality that we I watched. I, I'm used to the VHS tape. Yeah, I'm severely used to that. I noticed so much more in this version, and it was hideous. I do want to get so the Arrow Blu-ray. I haven't got it. Have I've got not? some sort of um, 2010 DVD triple pack, which is the first three movies, and they're in those teeny tiny little DVD cases that you get. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. I had three copies of this at one point. Wow! And I got rid of my version that you would have had, but I've also got another version that came free with the newspaper. They released one, two, and three with the Sun newspaper for a while. I got quite a good amount of films out of them. I had like Children of the Corn. I think I remember that. Yeah, they did Highlander as well. They did, and I've still got that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the news agent specifically for that. So my dad requested Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. We already had it. That was in the attic as well, and that was good. Um, the costume design, I think, in this movie, like the costume design and the character design, is unlike anything else you've ever seen in any mm. other horror movie whatsoever. Like, they're, they're so iconic. Like, who who would have designed a character with just pins in their face? That wasn't even how it was originally meant to look, was it? No, it wasn't. But like, even like Deep Throat, like with her 
throat open and then it's like going through her nose and shit and the chatterer i mentioned it in like episode three him being one of my favorite fucking mm. monsters his design is so good Ugh, i hate that noise that's disgusting yeah i love him so much even butterball with little glasses why Cute do his basket. glasses rings go into his ear holes <laughs> that was unnecessary and he looks like a blues brother yeah <laughs> it turns and... out that butterball oh, was just belushi <laughs> <laughs> slimer was belushi yeah, he was Slammer from Ghostbusters is based on John Belushi. And I'm not doing shots, so I got away with it. Chat, 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 chat. I, I don't know how to explain this film. Let's just keep telling everybody how movie. much we fucking love it's it. It's fucking amazing. They did such a good job with this. If we're bouncing around like that, Butterball at the end, like, she ends up using the puzzle box like a fucking ghost trap, zaps all the bastards in there. Yeah. But not Butterball. Bubble just has a bit of roof fall on him, and that's yeah. it. He's he turns right. up in the sequel, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, they all do. Apparently, in the sequel to the book, which is Scarlet Gospels, mm. uh, Pinhead actually kills Bubble. Really? Yeah, he like melts him with, like some sort of plague thing. Why? I don't know. Um, They're not friends anymore. <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> demons like having a bicker? No, falling I do out? not want to talk to you anymore. You have upset me, <laughs> Butterball. <laughs> And I don't know if he turns up in the uh, IDW comics because I've owned the Omnibus for like a year now and I still haven't read Fuck it. Fuck's sakes, man. When do I You're have terrible. time? Explain to me when I have time. I don't know because I haven't got time myself. I wouldn't have. I, weirdly enough, though, this is the second time I've watched this movie this year. It's about the same for me, yeah. Because yeah. if you remember early this year, I sent you a screenshot of the second film when Julia's being sucked into the vortex and it's just an inflatable love doll. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just floating off. Ah. <laughs> I did actually notice a goof in this one. Really? Yeah, I'm so a goof guy. So, you know, um, is it called the Leviathan? Leviathan, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you. There's a sh- single shot where it's a bit bright behind him because he's in that dark tunnel and you can see the dolly rolling him across the floor. You. Notice that on the DVD? Yeah. Because on the Arrow one, they have tried to erase it. They've tried to darken the edges so you can hardly see it in a glimpse of one frame. Yeah. On the video, it's so obvious. Yeah. It's it's in my notes because that was such a big deal. When I was a kid, I was like, there's the fucking wheels. There's the track it's running on. Yeah. And I love that creature. So fucking unique, but very... What happened in the eighties? We had a lot of crazy creatures like that. Like mm. that's what was. You f- I'm sorry to do it again, but you think about Ghostbusters. Yeah. The, every fucking creature in that is bizarre. It's, <laughs> it's just weird. Like you've got to think like how they made that suit as well, because obviously like his back legs that are moving him across the yeah. wall. That's obviously somebody's arms. Mm. So like, how is that suit working? Like, is is he well, stood he's on in the, the tail of it? I'm assuming. Is he stood on the dolly and he comes out of the tail and his arms yeah. are the back legs? And then what is there like a puppeteer hidden inside, like controlling I the face? There was three working that. Mad, isn't it? Couldn't one on each it. arm and then one working the face. Yeah. And like, even though it does look a little rubbery now, it's still fucking freaky, man. It, it is, is still creepy. Good creature, and it just appears in that corridor. Doesn't show up in any other fucking movie. I really expected when we got to Hellbound that you would see more of these fucking monsters around the maze. You don't get none of that. No, instead you get the weird, like... Sex room. Kubrick. Kubrick? Not Kubrick. Cubic, like, hellscape. Like, with all mm. the monoliths and shit like that. The best, weirdest, most unique depiction of hell mm. is in the sequel. Yeah, it's nice to movie. see it not flat. You, you compare that to Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I would like Clive Barker and Todd McFarlane to work together on anything. I would love to see what they come up to as a team. Yeah. I love Clive Barker's style. I love mm. his write. I think he's my favourite horror writer. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I think it's like I've only read two and a half books of his, but I think generally I will read whatever that man puts out. I have a lot of his stuff, but he writes a lot. Like Imajika, like his biggest thing. It's bigger than fucking it. 
like 1,300 pages. Ain't got time for that. <laughs> might, that. That one might have to be uh might, might have to be an audible. But yeah, like have you seen? Have you looked at like Barker's paintings or anything like that? Yeah, it's amazing. I used to get a magazine sent through the door in the nineties when the X Files was a thing, and this was a magazine called The X Factor. Yeah, and it was all about bizarre crimes and paranormal shit, and they did a whole issue based on Clive Barker, and it was every page was showing some of his art, and it was all like it's similar to H.R. Geiger, but more grotesque, not as phallic. Yeah, and not as much detail, but like in like a cubic sort of like wax sort of style it's just all disturbing it's weird yeah like very lo- very Lovecraftian isn't mm. it like there's mouths coming out of backs and things like that which is why I think you need to sit down and watch Nightbreed again because the some of the characters in that are fucking weird I can remember one female creature and I was like well that's clearly an ex-Cenobite <laughs> yeah but I, was, I, was editing, oh, so. I know exactly which one you're on about as well <laughs> that's all the memory I have of that fucking movie yeah oh I just remembered another one that he did Lord of Illusion the, it had Quantum Leap guy in it. It was fucking awful. What's the What's the book that's based on those illusions? Oh, no, great, it's the terrible. greatest show. It had Spengler my... from fucking Malcolm in Middle in it as the, like, the main villain. And it just <laughs> sucked so bad. Oh, for um, for as amazing as this movie is, the story is very simple. Like, is it? Because we couldn't fucking well, explain no, it. Other than other than the Cenobite demon shit, it's literally just a love triangle, and then she kills yeah. like for her lover. Like, who betrays her. You could easily take the Cenobites out of this. Yeah. And yeah. it would still work. Just wouldn't be as interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't say take the Cenobites out of it, no, but I'd say no, you no, could, no, no, no. and it would still be really good. Um, that, uh, the opening scene when you see Frank buying the box, he's in Morocco. I couldn't figure that out for a while. I was like, where is this? It later tells you it's fucking Morocco. Is that but, the uh, guy from Gremlins? I thought that, but the voice, I think the voice might be the guy from Gremlins, because it's definitely not the guy that sat there who speaks, and he's yeah. like, it's yours. <laughs> so strange. What is your favourite colour? <laughs> I am six. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how Frank found out about the box. I, th- I think it came up in the book, but... It, it's in the book. Um, there's a big backstory about the book, like a... Like this, like stories told from person to person mm. to person, and like people that have had the box and how it was created and stuff like that. I need to give it another read, man. I mean, it's 186 pages. If you genuinely like just switch off your phone, you could get through it in an evening. Yeah. I read it in three days, yeah, like just after work well. every night, just read it in bed. I read it in Amsterdam. <laughs> it yeah, quite probably, nice. probably why I didn't finish it then. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> Um, I love movies that are set in a majority of like one place. Oh, absolutely! So and this m- tiny little house creates such a fucking scene. Yeah. Two two places weren't in the house, which was the attic, which was a soundstage, mm. and then obviously like pet shop. the pet shop and the hospital. But everything else was that house. Yeah, which is rad. Is that house still standing? I don't know. It's in London somewhere. I can't remember I think we should where. Find it. <laughs> okay. I'd be happy to drive there, man. I'd, I'd, I want to see London. It. No, we'll drive to Cockfosters and get the train because it's cheaper. But you know, mm, dip your cock in my <laughs> I would love to see that house. There's uh, something very raw and punk about this movie, mm. which uh, inspired the clothing, obviously. Like, um, what was it based on? Punk, goth, S and M clubs, mm. which uh, obviously, obviously Barker uh, attended a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one more thing. What else was it inspired by? Oh, just piercings and tattoo places and scar scarification. Yeah, Asian scarification and body modding. Yeah, oh, I hate body modding. Yeah, it terrifies me. Putting nice. like balloons under your skin and shit. It's weird. Can't wear piercings. Why did you? you look at your fingers when you said that? Well, like, because I can't wear <laughs> That's pier- where rings go. I can't wear piercings. I can't wear jewelry because it gives me claustrophobia. 
It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Clothes give me claustrophobia. That's why I'm sitting there naked right now. Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> I blocked you out all this time and then you draw my attention to it. Yeah, that's why I've got holes in all my socks. Did you notice how minging everyone's fingernails were in the first scene? No. First couple of scenes. Like the, well, when he sells in the box, the man that passes the box, grubby as fuck hands. Like the whole hand is just dirt. I think that's but probably Frank, artistic though, isn't it? Frank's got all like black nails and shit, but when he's playing with the box, they're immaculate. Oh, okay. And then he starts getting torn and shit. And like, I can't tell. Back in the 80s, I did think that was a very effective effect. Looking at it now, it's very rubbery. But it still looks really good with the hooks ripping. Well, the, with the close-ups of the hook mm. going through the flesh. I still think it looks cool. It does, right? If, if you watch videos of like hooks going through skin, it does look like that. I'd, yeah. All right, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think it's because it's like such a large amount of skin that the hook gets under. Yeah, it does chunk yeah. out. You'd think you, it would you, grab yeah, a rib or some like, You have that weird kid that like put pins through the tip of their fingers. Are you pointing at yourself? No. Oh, good, because I used to do it too. <laughs> just make webs I'll be like I'm Spider Dan you're Star Tartum in the bra yeah yeah you'd be yeah, like oh why well, haven't got your friend invited someone to us for dinner afterwards good boy yeah he was nice oh it was a boy <laughs> good boy yeah. they, they, so we get to Larry and Julia and they enter the house like Larry and it's disgusting it's yeah. fucking filth and Larry quite happily picks up the ornament which is two people fucking I wouldn't touch fucking nothing I in that room. it was Julia that found that. She finds it, but he comes running in and picks it up. And he's like, oh, this is my brother's. Yeah. <laughs> and there's all these pictures of all these women he's banged. And it's like, what the fuck, man? That bit reminds me, of, I mean, this was before, but it reminds me of uh, Science of Lambs, where she finds all the pictures of like the people doing this and shit. I don't remember that bit. Yeah. Mm, gross. I need to watch that shit again. Yeah, that gross, that close-up of like all the maggots on the plate. You used to get that a lot in like eighties and early nineties yeah, yeah. movies, like close-ups of maggots raw, raw, wriggling around, and it was like City of the Living Dead, where they air cannoned at the actors. Jesus Christ! I love that, that fucking scene. Oh. That's on my list of. They use episodes. some of that in uh, Spider-Man. Do they? Yeah, you know the spiders on like when it, when she's knocked out, she imagines all the spiders. It's actually you know that's from Beyond. No, <laughs> not from Beyond. The, from beyond the Beyond sucks. The Beyond. That's the one I'm thinking. Oh, I don't know. Which from be, from Beyond's the uh, one die done by the reanimator guy. Where it's um, right, the yeah. Attic. So it's the Beyond that's really shit. It's yeah. a real downer of a yeah video. But that, there's a bit in that that's used in Spider Man, which is the spiders on the face, and he's like imagining spiders on his face. <sighs> no thanks. Speed. Oh, Julia's fucking crazy. His hair, man. Every time Julia. I just can't stop noticing it. It's just so big, so fucking big, and it gets bigger as the film goes on. <laughs> she's probably the best actress in this time movie. Though. Oh, she's great. Her presence is just she's menacing. It is terrifying. Yeah. Like, and you don't. She does. Up until she kills somebody, she's still terrifying before that, and she's not done anything. No, she can just tell that she's a vicious bitch. Yeah. You could tell, like, she would just cause arguments at a dinner party for no reason. Which she sort of did. Yeah. She made Frank, um, not Frank, Larry, Mag- whose Larry. original name in the book was Rory. Yeah. I'm glad they chose Larry. It's much easier to say Rory. Just sounds like a dinosaur pet name. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Rory. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've actually got. <laughs> I think it's time for another hot or not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, she's definitely not hot. What did I have before? Ramble quickly. I'm going to grab a bit. Oh, shit. But I need you here for it. So Frank's voice is annoyingly dubbed. It actually sounds like a fucking Italian film. Yes. Um, it just doesn't fit, like does the it? Jalali movies. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going to chuck it out there, Mr. Cat. There's a lot about how they dubbed the English accents. I don't know if it's because we're UK, we've got mostly English accents. But when it comes to Frank, he's dubbed completely. Yeah. I just don't understand. But do you know why they dubbed it? 
why Frank? Well, because the different actor changes halfway through. That's because they thought they could um, market it more if they had American-sounding people in it. But they dubbed some of the English-speaking people, except for Pinhead. Because when the producers saw him on stage, they were like, his presence is amazing, let's not fuck with that. But they dubbed every other English actor yeah, cause they for wanted, the American version. Yeah, and I've never seen that version. They wanted to make it not seem like it was in London. Where is this because film set? You don't really know, because they say they moved from Brooklyn or Boston. Yeah. Yeah, but it's clearly, anybody that's ever been to London... At one point, it's like a fucking train station. <laughs> I swear that at the end, when she's walking with the boy and he's got her drunk in front of her dad, which was fucking inappropriate... I could have sworn that was old Hitchin Station before they had refurb. Oh, I don't remember the weird pre-refurb station. I don't know. It was done at Pinewood Studios, which is Hertfordshire. Yeah, he's in it. Mm. There's an explosion there the other day. Really? Yeah, for the Bond twenty fifth. Oh, twenty five. So no. Oh. They've had to like break for a bit. Oh. But also, Daniel Craig broke his ankle too. So it's like maybe this movie's the new cursed movie. Didn't he say he wasn't going to do it anymore? Yeah, and then they gave him a fuck ton of money. And he was like, only joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this will buy me a 15th house. So, um, oh, have I lost it? Yeah, so that that's why they dubbed over everybody, because they thought, oh, if this has got just English actors in it, mm. it's not going to sell in America. So, um, so, and uh, I bet those people are pissed off, but this movie made 20 times its budget, which was 1 million, million 1 million to 20 million. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's m- mental. That is insane. Which is probably why we've got nine shit sequels after this. Yeah, they are shit, but I do like a lot of them. Yeah, I like a lot of them as well. <laughs> but like, if I'm looking at the franchises on my shelf, this is the bottom to like rewatch. Like, I'll put I'll put the fucking Texas remakes and sequels before this. Oof, oof. I like two, I like three, I like four, I like five. I like the first remake. Everything after that, I don't really care for. Can't stand the remakes. The first remake's good. But anyway, we're not we're not flipping talk about Texas Chainsaw. No, we're not talking about Hellraiser. So there's the bed movers. They they come in the scene. Yes, I like the bed movers because obviously the one of them was supposed to be Doug Bradley because he wanted his face because it was his first feature film. He wanted his face to be on camera. Everyone knows about that shit. Yeah. But what nobody ever seems to mention, like. Yeah, so it's an American guy playing eyebrows that hits on Kirsty as soon as she walks in. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about the other geezer, the one that doesn't have any lines, who's a typical British fat mess, who is the barman from Men Behaving Badly. He's a fucking legend. Not a word comes out of his mouth. I love this man. I've been watching him since I was a kid. And he just pops up in Hellraiser. There he is. Then he's gone. Don't really watch a lot of British TV, honestly. No, I love Men Behaving Badly. So good actually doing a podcast about it soon <laughs> it was talked about before me and you ever discussed about doing one fair enough so, yeah, so my brother-in-law got quite the ump when I told him I've actually started recording one but um, yeah so Frank not Frank Larry catches his hand on a fucking random hangnail which is so weirdly placed why is it there I think it's just to show how like desolate the house is but who put that there you don't put a nail in the side in the middle of a fucking corner Frank Fucking Pinhead Frank. tripped, got caught on the wall. It was like, fucking uh, hell. Uh, lead centre bike two. I've got a pin <laughs> stuck in the wall. You imagine if he fell on his face. Jobus. Over there, female centre bite. I've told you, my name is Stacy, female centre bite. Come Isn't and pull she this also Clive Barker's sister or cousin or something? Uh, I think in the original, it's his cousin, but then she gets recast for Because of makeup issues and shit. She was yeah, not for she it. Didn't but, want to uh, do it. I noticed when. Larry comes running into the into Frank's room to tell Julia that he's cut himself and he's like, oh, I'm going to faint. I don't do well with blood. You see one shot of blood hit the floor, splash. He walks forward. You see more blood fall down. Lands in the same fucking spot. He'd walked forward. He'd gone at least a metre before more... 
before it cut to another blood drop. Oh, okay. I didn't know Fucking that. silly. <laughs> and it stays there for a while, and then all of a sudden, the fourth blood drop is closer to Julia. Julia. And it's also, right, this is a pet peeve of mine, right? Whenever you see anyone, this is going to spoil some films and TV for you, Matt. When someone's drinking from a cup, a glass, that doesn't count, glass, you can see the contents. But normally with a cup, it's either just a ceramic or it's one of those coffee cups with the lids on. Yeah. And if you pay attention, whenever they place it down, it will make a hollow sound because there's fuck all in it. And it really pisses me off. You can watch films and you see they're holding like a ceramic mug. You can see there's fuck all in there, but they're drinking from it because they're actors. I get it. Hellraiser is the first time I've actually seen a coffee cup with fucking coffee in it and she's walking up the stairs holding it gently. There wasn't a lot in there, but there was some in there and it was good. There's, it's about time. Uh, there's a movie I watched once as a kid and the bloopers at the end. It showed somebody drinking from their cup and like, right, we'll have to do that again and he just spits it back into his cup mm. and everyone goes, oh, he's like, why? We're just, I'm just drinking it again. <laughs> it's not like it tastes good. No. So in... This is really he's random. He's been well vocal tonight. I know, he? he's been a naughty little, little boy. Little cheeky boy. There was a... Because they definitely can hear him. Could you hear him on the last episode? I've, not on the last one, but I've definitely picked up the cat in other episodes. Where like you when you smash the fucking table. That was good. <laughs> Listen to that and you're, while you're walking to work in your headphones. What like, the fuck is that? Apologies for that. <laughs> I've completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's one no, of the no, times where I've cut you up. It's all right. Now I know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> now I've lost it, bollocks. Oh yeah, it was coffee cups. Um, it's not related to Hellraiser, but no one's ever picked up on it. It's just me and my mates that have noticed it. Walking Dead season one, there's a bit where they go to a pharmacy. So um, it's the little, was it Glenn and Rick? They go into the pharmacy to get some meds. If you look out the window, like a zombie attacks, it's in the shop. Behind them is the front doors and a big window. In this window, there is a girl wearing a pink jacket, a fluffy hat, drinking a Starbucks. Just stood there chatting to someone and they're going through all this drama. No, it's never come up on any bloopers videos that I've watched or nothing. It's so obvious. Never heard of that. I'll find it. I've got a photo of it somewhere. I'll find it and I'll share it with you and be like, I, I like it when shit like that happens. I fucking love that. Yeah. Like, wasn't there a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones recently? There was, yeah. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. And then, and then the the next episode after that, there's a scene where they're all sat in like a courtyard and um, below somebody's feet is a bottle of water. Amateur. <laughs> this sound, is the biggest budget like series. That last season was rushed. Mm. <laughs> I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I couldn't give a fuck. Couldn't give a fuck. Oh shit! Yeah, um, when they're at the dinner table scene, did you, did you? It cuts. You see Julia. She's sat there. She's obviously bored. She doesn't like the company that she's in. But if you listen to what Larry's saying, he is talking about Joseph Mengele. Really? Yeah. Never spotted that until today. I was like, what the fuck on? He makes a joke as well, doesn't he? About Joseph Mengele. About him being compared to Joseph Mengele. Was That's he meant the joke. to be a doctor? Or... I think so. Oh, okay. He's a doctor, but he can't look at blood. Hmm. Whoa. I don't Maybe know what his thing is in the book. Can't remember that. I can't remember, man. Can't I, remember, but I, that is weird, isn't I it? No, I really enjoyed the book. I never heard of Joseph Mengler until recently, and, and he pops up in fucking Hellraiser? Weird. Oh. I've mentioned that shit already. Oh, and Frank crawls across the fucking floor after he's had his first bit of blood. Yeah. Ugh. I was meant to say, like, with the blood dropping in the book, it actually mixes with some of Frank's leftover spunk. Yes, because... And that makes more sense to me. I would rather that have been in the film. Because when he first opens the box, um, Frank is overcome with so many senses. Uh, He can hear, touch, taste, uh, taste, remember everything at once. 
And he and just has to rub one out. The only thing you can think to do to sort of... Oh, what do I do? I just jack off. quiet all these senses. <laughs> is a, uh, there's a very detailed bit about like him just jacking off. Which maybe... Is he looking at female pinhead at this point as well when he's doing that? Looking at the throne of I skulls? I don't think he can see anything at that point because oh. there's so much going on. Like he can hear the wood. He she can pops hear... up after his climax. That was it. Yeah. And he's just, he just comes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was like a spider. I, lo- I love how sexual Clive Barker is because it's never like. I mean, it is over the top, but it's like it's justified. If you watch the uh, documentaries on the Arrow DVD, I'll have to lend it to you because uh, there's so much in there about his interests. And there's a guy that was in the band Coil. Yeah. Him and Clive, like this guy that used to work at Forbidden Planet, that's where they met, and they would share this S and M magazine with each other, like back and forth. Like, was some it? Sick was he also gay? I think so. Oh, okay. But by the way he talks, it comes across like they were lovers for a little period. Maybe. Possible. Yeah. It's yeah. They're they're into some sick shit. Like they were showing pictures of like mutilated genitals. It's nice and, though oh. that Clive Barker could be that open about like his sexuality. Yeah, and in the fucking seventies and eighties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, to the point where he's like, look at this movie. Look yeah. at like, I like S and M. I like S and M. Yeah. Good up to him. A little bit of spankies. Yeah. He's never been like. It's awesome watching his original document interviews and shit. Yeah. But to see his later ones that come up on like the Hellraiser two and free releases, they they're interviewing him and he's sat on the floor in some purple room, and his voice has gone from like commonly British to struggling to even talk because he smokes too much. His he throat is broken so and he's much, trying to be he? American. It's oh, it's irritating. I used to be able to do a flawless impression. He's but... from Liverpool, isn't he? So he's yeah, got a Scouse accent. When I think about doing hell right now, I've gone all German. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I like to eat with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> there was, do you remember we did Pet Cemetery and that random face popped up? Yeah. Kirsty has a dream and she pulls a sheet off and there's some random fucking face. Who is that? Yeah. Um. I think, I think that's meant to be her lover. You know, the boy she starts sleeping with from the party. She, she hasn't slept with because he's sleeping on the floor. No. Because he wakes but, um, up before she does. It, well, that bit was very weird. I yeah. think it's meant to be like a reference to like her dead mum, but then it's oh, not her dead mum. No, it was a dude. The... I thought it was yeah. Larry at first. No, but yeah, it, it is a dude under the sheet, but like you hear the child crying mm. and everything. I think maybe it's got something. Because I don't. Because obviously in the book, she's not his daughter. No, it's his ex so, well, a friend. So there's isn't nothing it? about a dead wife. So, like. I've no idea. That bit is probably the most confusing part of the entire really? movie. That's the most confusing and part, not the end. And you've got a box that opens shit up. There's nothing, no. There's so nothing you, confusing so about the end. You understood that the house burnt down? Because uh, I didn't get that. I saw a house, I saw a photo of Frank on fire, and then suddenly they stood in this wasteland with a chair on fire, and a random bit of fire, and a perfectly immaculate bush. See, what I've got from that end bit, because I know there are a lot of people that like go, oh, that's the burnt house, burnt, burnt down house. That's what Barker says it is. Yeah, I didn't get that. I thought they'd just gone to like the hobo yeah. place where the hobos just make fires. But there's just one hobo. Why would they set a chair on fire? Surely that's like gold to them. What, chairs? A decent fucking chair. <laughs> They're homeless, Matt. <laughs> homeless people listening to this, let us know what you think about chairs. <laughs> and are you into bum fights? Because uh, hit us up. <laughs> 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 and I've got to mention Julia's fucking the boys she brings home the first one comes back and he gets a bit creepy gets a bit aggressive he's like you're going to change your fucking mind oh that, yeah I didn't like that at all nah. and, but it justified her actions because she got more confident after that she said you know what you're fuck, mate yeah. come upstairs and show me your tighty fucking whiteies you full growing man and he's like I've got to go for a wee Ugh, that was horrible that, that bit of an issue with my bladder don't say that you're about to yeah Ugh. Weird fucking But the guys. next guy she brings home, I was like, is he going to be wearing tighty whites as well? Technically he was, but they were blue. 
Wait, was the, was that the guy that pants. was like upset that he was doing it, but was still happy to do it? I think so. Yeah, he was like, but I've got a wife at home. I thought it was the one that said, uh, I get lonely. Yeah. And she went, we all do sometimes. We all do sometimes. She's so good in this. Yeah. And then she went and did like EastEnders and shit. Did she? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She's a proper like avid British actress. Like there's probably, my mum listening right now probably knows exactly who we're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> She's probably like, that, that person, you dickhead. <laughs> you fucking little mug. <laughs> yeah. She'll beat me again. Oh, fucking hell, the first dude. Like ours was actually cut, like that is still cut to this day, the hammer scene. There's a lot more violence with the hammer. Even though this is supposed to be the uncut version, those scenes seem to have disappeared. But I'd never seen how much detail there was in his face. I didn't know she mashed out his fucking teeth. I only actually noticed that last night, and I've seen this movie hundreds of times. Like when he drops to the floor, and it's the yeah, person with his face. Teeth are all missing yeah. and shit, his jaws all hanging off. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's cool, isn't it? That's dirt, and this didn't get banned? Nah. And this came out in peak VHS video in our era. Yeah. They were fucking off everything at this point. It's mad that it's late, that late into the 80s. Yeah, and it was, yeah, so much was allowed, but because it had come from America, the MPA had already had their go on it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so strange. So strange. <laughs> Julia, when she's uh, done the first kill, and Larry comes home, he comes upstairs and he says my favourite quote of the film You want a cookie, little girl? You want a cookie, little girl? And she says, Maybe a brandy. And he, he says, Coming right up. And she went, I'm not feeling too well, I might be well. And he, he says, What does he say? He says something back to her. He's like, He says, There's no hurry. But I'm sure he's doing a mocking English accent. It was so quick. He was like, there's no hurry. There's no hurry. <laughs> it's like, is that, is that meant to be in there? Is that the final take? Because that feels like he was taking the piss. I mean, the English accent is awful. I like it. I hate the English accent. It's, it's like one of the few times where America sees us not being Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> that I like. <laughs> I don't mind the Cockney accent. It's every other English accent. <laughs> I just hate English people. And we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, English people, and your stupid voice. Oh, I'm just going up to the corner shop That's to pick up an it. iron brew. We never called it a corner shop, and Scottish people buy iron brew, you fascist. Love iron brew. <laughs> You're not Scottish. You don't know what real iron brew is, mine. It doesn't it taste the same over there as it does down here? Get out of my ass. Wait a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> I live here. Uh, so in the pet store, it's the second time we see the hobo. And he starts eating all the crickets. The first time we see him is when Kirsty is leaving the party with her new fella. Oh, yeah. And he's just like in a little cupboard, like one of the stables in Camden or something. Oh, yeah. And he's just looking at her and she looks at him in her Michael Jackson hat and she's like, oh. And walks away. <laughs> Moon walks away. <laughs> Bye-bye. But he doesn't get explained. Like nothing comes about him. He's not in any other films. I don't think he was in the book. No, he's not in the book. But he shows up at the very end and turns into that winged demon was just a skeleton bat. Straight thing. out of doom. Is it really? Well, nah. Doom ripped it off. Yeah. <laughs> Skeleton dragon. Is fucking he awesome. supposed to be like a guardian for the box? Like once the box has done its job, he just collects it to take it back to Morocco to give it to that. What's your pleasure, fella? I don't think he's meant to take it back to that person. I well, think he does. he's meant to be like a like a. Well, no, that's, it doesn't hint at that. It just Wait, it flies off out of nowhere. And yeah, then I think he's meant to like be like a guardian of the box, but he's just not very good at it, and it always ends up at Morocco somehow. Maybe that guy that's in Morocco has got lots of boxes. Because in number two, the doctor's got three of them in fucking glass cases. Oh, yeah. Where well, did he maybe, get all of them from? Maybe he changes into the guy in Morocco. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, he just yeah. follows the box everywhere he goes. But how does he make sure he's still got that table and chair? It's not like friends <laughs> where they reserve the sofa. <laughs> Rents it out, make sure nobody else takes his, <laughs> takes his Moroccan restaurant. I've got another question, Matt. Mm-hmm. So on that top floor, the landing, on the left... You've got that storeroom where she dumps the bodies, which yeah. is really fucking disgusting. And then on the right, you've got Frank's dirty room, 
but in the middle there's another door. What's behind that door? What's in that room? We I never go in there. Didn't notice anything, mate. It's right at the top of the stairs. One, two, middle door. I don't know. I want to go I, in that room. I thought I thought that bit was meant to be the attic. No, it's on the on the right because he comes out like when Kirsty gets to the landing. There's that guy that comes out with his face all hanging down. Oh yeah. And Frank's like, all right. <laughs> and he sticks his fingers. Kirsty. Like, Ooh. <laughs> my, how you grow. Never sleep again. <laughs> yeah, so that's that for the middle. Already talked about that. Got some dead air, Matt. What are you doing? Why, why are you letting me do that? Because I, I said all the little bits I noted on, and then everything else I've got is like trivia and stuff on the movie. Oh, okay. So I'll just quickly do that, and then yeah. we'll do trivia because we're already at fucking ten o'clock. Shit. Oh, okay. Um, what did I want to say? Yeah, Larry. I just love this movie. That's all. It's fucking awesome. Larry's the victim of this film. Yeah, he is. He gets so harsh. All he wants is his daughter and his new wife. Yeah. And his wife is a cheating piece of shit. Doesn't love him at all. Resents him. And his daughter's just not got time. Yeah. And she's uh, she's so ditzy as well. Mm. Yeah. It's just as, But also, I don't really care for him. I still feel like he's just such a douchebag. I like him. Uh, he's a nice guy. He deserved better. He deserved better. He's already lost one wife to fucking widowism. Joe, when I first watched this, like, for the very first time when I was younger, I didn't get that Frank put his skin on. Really? Yeah, so I was like, why is he bad now? Oh mate, <laughs> yeah. I was quite, I was quite young. I didn't really get it, and now I like this is one of my favourites. You Easily. know how? Uh, so do you remember when Kirsty comes back to the house uh, to warn her dad what's going to happen because she's spoken to the Cenobites at the hospital? Yeah, runs and that's home. when they tell her that Frank's dead and no, uh, just oh shit, I've made a mistake somewhere. So when she gets in the house and Frank is stood at the top of the stairs, yeah. skinless, wearing a suit, he's just stood on the, the she, landing. That's when she escapes. She sees him and she's like. Fuck yeah, yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. And she comes back, and then Frank's wearing Larry's skin. Before that, like that bit where he's on the landing, <laughs> staring at her. We bet. Nice. I think that should have been the VHS cover or the poster because that was so visually upsetting. Just this corpse dressed smart, looking down on her. That should have been the cover, but instead we got Pinhead, who's not even a main character. Yeah, but he's so grasping. But imagine if you hadn't seen that first, and that Cenobite came out. Like if you had no knowledge that these demons yeah. were in there, and that that would fuck you up, man. You would wouldn't be expect cool. it. It'd be much better. Yeah, I think they have to market like I feel like they had to market the Cenobites now because it was mm. just such a big concept that nobody had seen before. Yeah, where, no, like, I agree, but I just I feel like that was a much more iconic image than just Pinhead. Maybe it's just because I'm bored of seeing him because I've seen him so much now. Yeah, I mean that's because every DVD cover is the same fucking picture apart from Hellseeker, which is a rip off of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the DVD covers for the sequels are shit. It's a close-up of Pinhead's face in a different colour. You've got, like, Inferno is, like, blue and... Inferno's orange. Uh, orange it's and red. Orange, yeah. uh, Hellworld is green. Yeah. Uh, they're the only two I Deader is just red. Deader. God, the titles of these movies. I know, they completely run out of steam. Awful. And the last two. Even the second one. Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. Well, it was supposed to just be called Hellbound. What was the third one called? Hell on Earth. <laughs> Fourth? Bloodlines. Fifth is Inferno. Inferno, yeah. And then it's Hellseeker. Yeah. Then Deader. Then Hellworld. That other one, Hellworld, with Lance Hendrickson. That was the last one, wasn't it? No. The last one recorded last. With the Doug Bradley screen. Yeah. But Lance Hendrickson was originally going to be Pinhead, wasn't he? Or Frank? He was going to be Frank. And yeah. he didn't want to... He didn't want to... Uh, 
sign up for it because he didn't want to get roped into sequels and then he turns up in like the fifth movie the eighth eighth (laughs) eighth movie movie. and then he dies in like the opening scene it's like but he doesn't die no because that film is so shit yeah so shit yeah oh shit oh shit it's that one isn't it yeah oh the online hellraiser yeah oh god yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, people listening to this, go watch one, two. Yeah, go watch one, two, and three. And then, if you're interested after that, maybe try the rest of the eight. I, I, but I'm not going to go out there and be like, you have to see this no, one. No, no, you definitely don't have to. One and two, you, you should. Three is when you can see the decline, and it's really amusing. It's, if don't watch three. Just watch the music video What's with Hellraiser. Uh, Hellraiser with Motorhead. That's number four, Bloodlines. Yeah, go watch Bloodlines. Why? Because that one goes through like loads of different time periods, which is cool. And Two. it's got the guy from Parks and Rec in it. And then go watch the one with Henry Cavill in it. Because you're like, holy shit, look, Superman's in this. Which one was that? I can't remember. Deader, maybe? <laughs> Henry Cavill. Has he got a moustache in it? <laughs> that they just colour in pink because CGI wasn't that big at the time (laughs) there was also a bit when uh, Julia's taking one of her strays into the house and she stops to have a look around and make sure no one's watching her but Kirsty's like stood at the end of the driveway she didn't look out very well didn't look fucking hard enough because she doesn't even try and hide she's like oh she is a cheating slut yeah stupid right Matt you should probably get onto the uh, info because I've got loads if you could pitch this to somebody that's never seen it before how would you be how would you get them to watch it I'd be like, you've never seen anything like it. Yeah. If the title, opening title sequence doesn't grab you, don't bother. The orchestral score on the title, you're like, okay, let's see what's happening here. It gets your nerves. And then straight away, you've got him opening the box, mm. which is just such a grasping scene also to the trailer. open up a movie. Yeah, but people aren't going to see the trailer before seeing That's this. The Cinema song, Club used to be a line of VHS that you could get cheap because it was like raising money for charities and for homeless children but they would always have didn't matter what film it was they would have the Hellraiser trailer on it and it would always start with Frank and the puzzle box and then it would be followed by Flowers in the Attic and then Romance in the Stone it was weird you're going to try and put the theme in this I was actually going to use my remix (laughs) somewhere in there cool sounds good I used my Hills of Eyes song for the Hills of Eyes episode but obviously I didn't get any comments because I never hear anything I'm talking to people to try and get like some statistics and shit so we'll find out but we haven't got any comments on Instagram yet we are not doing well Which, uh, I'm having fun but we're yeah. not doing well yeah. well you've got, you got to go through the slodge first before you start getting yeah more yeah, 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 yeah so what, what do you want to do next you want to do differences between the Vela and the film yeah go on mate yeah? bang them out okay uh, so the novel was a lot more sexual we've spoken already about Frank coming all over the floor um, because he just has so many emotions and senses hitting him at once. The only thing he can think to do is come. Uh, what else? Kirsty is a lot more ditzy and uh, is instead of friend to Larry slash Rory because it's called Rory in it instead. Like there's a bit in the opening of the book where she's making tea for uh, what's that? Julia, Julia. And, and Rory slash Larry. Um, Rory. Where she boils a kettle pours the water into a saucepan and then boils it again for the tea it's really weird I might be wrong there I just remember reading it at the time I was like this girl's mad well in England we have very hot it's what known as hard water and it creates a lot of lime scale maybe she was trying to really kill the lime scale or she's just fucking mental or she's just stuck in the loop fucking British water <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there's so much more information about the Lambent box. Yeah. Uh, like, probably like two chapters of how it came to be and the French people that created it and how it like summons demons and shit like that. A lot of shit that I can't remember right now because there's too many big words in that part <laughs> where it like sort of just slips my memory. I do know that the uh, the box was actually purchased from a German fella in the original one who does go into detail about the Cenobites and he says he doesn't really call them Cenobites, he calls them the Order of the Gash. Yes, the Order of the Gash. Ugh. Um, also, uh, Hierophants. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Julia and Frank's sex scenes are a lot closer to rape mm. in the book. Yeah, much more like, aggressive. I, I think they, she kind of refers to it as like enjoyable rape. So she doesn't want it. She really doesn't want it. But at the same time, she fucking loves it. Mm. Which is like, it probably relates more to like the S&M shit that Clive Barker's really into. Yeah. But yeah. Use safe words. You have have a safe word. Like no means fucking no, cunt. <laughs> yeah, like no means no. Oh, good. Um, and the novel, the well, obviously Pinhead's um, a priestess in the book mm. instead of a male, and, the, and he's not called pre- Pinhead, is he? He wasn't called priest either. They call him a priest in the book. Really? Yeah, well, I, I think don't remember. so. I thought it was just the comic books. Oh, I can't remember. I don't. No, it doesn't matter. I don't bloody remember. We should really get our facts right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, nobody's listening, nothing to worry about. <laughs> nobody's listening. Uh, what else have you got for the uh, books? Well, um, I've got his censorship stuff. The novel ends with Kirsty actually keeping the box and keeping it safe. Hmm. Because she... Um, the, at, at the end of the book, the box has uh, Frank and Julia's face like in it. Yeah. But she notices that Larry slash Rory's face isn't in it. So she keeps it to one day hope that she can get, find her daddy get him out no because he's not her daddy in the book oh fuck yeah, she's, she's, right. she's got like a an infatuation with him no, not an ex-lover he's never shown rejected. any interest yeah rejected lover friend zoned that's it that's what he kept saying yeah 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 um, that's my, the big differences between the book and the film mm. yeah so uh, on to the trivia just Facts before then trivia. I'd yeah, like to bang on. out a bit of on the censorship note just because this is a, a big one <laughs> Like yeah, I talked about how a lot of the fucking Hammer stuff was cut out and the uh, extended sex scenes and all that. But the one that really bugs me is Frank's death when he's Rorari. When his face is torn apart after he says Jesus wept. Like, that is still cut. It, it's showing, but it's very quick. Like split second and it's gone. It explodes. That was it? the main BBFC thing. Cut that down. Do not want to see that much. Yeah. Fine. But when Hellbound comes out, the opening sequence is that deleted scene is the cut version. It's fully uncut in Hellbound Hellraiser 2 as the opening <laughs> fucking scene. It's so weird. what was the point of cutting it? They just used it anyway. Maybe because it was so like embodied as its own thing at that point they were like we can't just change it now. Maybe they were like doing the opposite of George Lucas and just be like well we can't change it. We've already put it out so many times whereas... Well they actually expected it to get rejected by BBFC and MPAA. Oh okay. But they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they just allowed it. That that's reminded me of one other thing about the book as well. Yeah. It wasn't the hammer in the book, it was a knife. Yeah. Yeah. It was more phallic. More like Gah! a lot more slow stabbing. They changed that because of how many eighties villains used were were ended with a phallic instrument. Yeah. And Clive, like, surprisingly Clive Barker didn't want a phallic instrument. Which to is use. weird because he changed Pinhead to a male. Yeah, because of the eighties thing, because of the eighties horror icons, it was all men. Yeah. All we had was Elvira at that point. Hmm. <whistles> Yeah. Don't say that to her. She'll kick the fuck out of you. She'll cut you, man. I got you. So, facts and trivia about the movie? Do it. See how many... Look, what's this? 
That's facts and trivia. Oh my fuck. Oh wait, no, that is. Oh, all that. an hour into this segment. <laughs> it's alright, we're nearly done. Okay. Uh, there's stuff that we've already mentioned though, so we can cut a lot of out of it. Have you mentioned the NES game? That was never made? Yep. Yeah. It would have been the first Nintendo game to have a save option, but it the technology wasn't there. Yeah, and then they just didn't make it How anyway. How the fuck would that have come about? I don't think that's real. It's been in IMDb for years. I don't think that's true. We'll, nev- we'll never know. Um, Pinhead was only referred to as the priest in this, uh, in the novel. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's full of shit. Anyway, mate. yeah, he was he was named um, Pinhead after the cast members named him that, Ugh. and was first credited as Pinhead in the sequel in the cre- in the credits. But he's never actually called Pinhead in the sequel either. No, he should never really been called him. No. And then they also the theme. Well, in the credits, she was called the female Cenobite, but the name for her was Deep Throat because of her obvious vagina looking throat. Mm. Yeah. Hot. Which comes back. Do you reckon in she plays with it at night? You know, it's not real, right? Do you reckon she's like. <laughs> I bet I can get three in there this time. <laughs> which, which one's the smoking one in? That's part three. That's the one I was literally about to mention. It's the same thing, but there's a cigarette in her throat hole. Yeah, fucking weird. Yeah. It's not as weird as the fucking guy that has engines put into his fucking head. The, well, the guy that shoots CDs. Yeah, that's hilarious. God. an action figure. Or the fucking twins that split apart. That was part five, wasn't it? God, some of the Cenobites are shut. Which one had dogs in it? That's four. Cenobite dogs. Mm. What? Did, how did they get the? How did they well, get? I the was alright with the dogs because they're random creatures. Yeah, but how hellhounds. They, yeah, but how did they get the dog open? Hellhounds. Nah. Hellhounds are a thing. Hounds of hell. Nah. Terror dogs. What other movie Zool. has? Oh, there you go. You <laughs> did it. You did it before. <laughs> cool jo- No. Okay. Oh, that reminds me of a bit of news that I left out. There is a there's a horror comedy coming out by um, who's the people did Saw Lions, Lionsgate. Lionsgate they're doing a horror comedy about um, Satan's dog escaping hell sounds and, great and a father, is it called Bark Angry I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but a father and his two kids um, like take the dog in and Satan wants his dog back that's the movie wow yeah sounds great I'm in uh, uh, um, it was originally meant to be named uh Hellbound Heart, wasn't it? Oh, they they were gonna call it a uh, sadomist. Sad- oh no, yeah, it was originally meant to be named from Outer Space or Beyond the Grave. Yeah, it was originally meant to be named Hellbound Heart, but they said it was too romantic. So Kyle Parker said, "Okay, we'll name it." That word I just what said just was said. really hard for me to remember. And then they also said no to that. So a sixty-year-old oh, surprise <laughs> said, uh, "What a woman would do for a good fuck." Which I would love to see the sequel named that. Uh, <laughs> now this woman's fucked part two. <laughs> yeah. She does get fucked up for the second one. Um, Butterball and Chatterer originally had lines. Yeah, but they couldn't speak but, because yeah, because they had so prosthetics. many pro- heavy prosthetics that they cut the lines. I think that's better though. The less they said, the more interesting they are. Yeah, but also um, because they couldn't talk, we got more Pinhead. Doug Bradley Pinhead mm. and uh, the female Cenobite or Deep Throat as well call her what does she say when she says go to hell and she says oh no jibba, 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 jibba. go to hell he's like ah take you with me <laughs> <laughs> not till we've got what we came for frank where is frank <laughs> <laughs> um clive barker hates the name pinhead and he refuses to use it in his boom comic book series that's fine it's understandable yeah. it's not the name he gave him so of course he's butthurt 
Uh, we mentioned that he was meant to play one of the mattress removers, but later turned it down so he could actually be Pinhead. Um, Andrew Robinson was originally meant to say "fuck you" instead of "Jesus wept," mm. but um, he said it would be better to say "Jesus wept" instead. Wrong. No, because Jesus, Jesus wept, and when he licks his yeah. lips before out, it's so good, and it's like such a defiance to like God and shit, and it just makes it even more perverse. Mm. I like that. It's very, it's very, very Struck artistic, cord, it? and, mm. and yeah, hell Satan. <laughs> uh, what else? Spanking scene was cut because of the MPAA. We announced that. So they got to see it. Yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? Well, I don't really want to see Julia getting a spanking. Mentioned that it was all shot in the house. He's now. Yeah, I hear him. Yeah. Don't don't give him any attention. Jeff, shut your face. No, you shut your face. He's <laughs> silly kid cat. Uh, Cenobite means a member of the communal religious order, and the book says they are a member of the Gash and refers to them as. Hierophants. That's it, really. That's the word I missed out because I couldn't fucking read it. Yeah, I couldn't read either. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing that inspired the outfits. So it was punk fashion, S&M clubs, uh, tattoos and body modification, and Catholicism. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, the that's so priests obvious. And shit. Yeah. yeah, and then we mentioned the Lance Hendricks thing as well. Lance Hendricks thing? Han- Lance Hendricks. Lance. Lance Hendricks. You're not American. Bro. Lance Hendricks. How do you say jackass? Jackass. Oh, well done. You are British. Jackass. I fucking hate that. You spilled A-S-S. Yeah, I'm British. I will pronounce it British. Wankers. J-Z. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's all the trivia and facts. So how old was you when you first saw it? Oh, Pinhead. Hellraiser. Um, so I got that box set in 2000. That came out in 2010, but I had a shitty copy before that. About 2006... Oh fuck! I think Jeebus, man. Yeah. So I remember seeing the VHS box uh, on the shelf at my video store and always being really creeped out by that image. Like yeah. if it had been the fucking Frank image I was talking about, I would never have fucking watched it until yeah. I was an adult. But uh, I, I'd started to watch this when I was about six. My mum and dad had it on the TV, and I came into the room. My mum, my mum fucking let me watch American Wealth in London when I came home from nursery. But when I walked into the living room this night, she lost her shit and said, "You can't see this, get out." So I left the room, put it on in my bedroom upstairs. I have no problem with it. Went over my head. Like, probably, too young. because it's so overtly like sexual without yeah, I think being... I just fell asleep. Without being sexual. Because it seemed to be more of a love story, so I wasn't picking up on the horror stuff, because by the time I'd gotten upstairs, Frank had already had his bit, and they were moving in, so it got a bit dull. Mm. But my first ex-rental VHS was Hellraiser 3, which had the trailer for Brain Dead, which is one of the best trailers ever, man. But, um, yeah, so I I'd... kick ass for the Lord! <laughs> so I had Hellraiser 3, and I'd watch the shit out of that. And then when I got a paper round, I went and bought the VHS tape when I was like 13 at the indoor market. How did market. you get that? The woman didn't mind. She just let me buy it. Fair. Went back the week later, got taxi driver, no problem. Week later, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, she went, have you got ID? What do you mean? I've been in once a week and bought it. <laughs> yeah, I had no problem before. So yeah, I didn't get to see the second one well up until I was in my uh, 20s, actually. When I was in my wow. 20s. 14 I was, was when I saw the first one. Wow. Isn't that mad? Yeah. I would say, would you want action figures? But they exist, they're just crazy priced. They are. They were Todd McFarlane, weren't they? Yep. Yeah, they even did the big 18-inch fuckers as well. Yeah, I'd happily... Have you, you got a figure, yeah? Only this Funko Pop thing. Yeah, only the pinhead that sat in front of us. That's it. And yeah. the Rubik's Cube Necker that I made did myself. did do a figure. But, they um, did? Yeah, it's, it's so expensive. Of course it fucking so, is. So, so expensive. I, w- I would have him, Chatterer, but I would have all four of them. Yeah, I wouldn't have Frank, though. No. 
I'd love a Frank figure. One yeah. of the best bits from the Halloween haunt I went to last year, we were going through this old Victorian school and every room was set up differently. Like Freddy Krueger was fucking terrifying. He was huge and I kept shouting, Pedo! <laughs> he didn't like me too much. But we went into one room and it was all white sheets and stuff and all these chains hanging down and everyone that was in my group were like, what fucking film is this meant to be? And I was like, idiots, this is meant to be Hellraiser. Yeah. Pinhead was in the corner and he steps forward with the box in his hand and everyone's going, fucking hell! I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And I turned to the left and fucking Frank walked around the corner and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. He looked really good. The blood was dripping off of him and all sorts, man. And I was like, hey, Frank. And he went, all right. <laughs> Carried on I was like meeting a celebrity. They, I was they well really, happy. they really one up it in two, where it's um Julia, yeah, the, where she's in the white suit. She comes back way too fucking quickly though. One yeah, dude, she does. And she's straight back, and but, then, oh, I don't like the white suit. And she ruins that man's house with bloodstains. That, that's why it's so good. She's in the white suit, and it's just covered in blood. Like she doesn't, like it doesn't even connect with her, and the house is just covered in blood because she's like, I'm gonna walk around everywhere, but there's blood fucking everywhere. <laughs> so out of order, the bitch. <laughs> but she don't give a fuck because she's pure evil. Because she's queen of the underworld. Oh, I don't like it when her flesh falls off as well but um right so there is a remake still in production not even in production David Escoyer is involved oh, Clive really? Barker is involved yeah we mentioned it on podcast that David Escoyer is penning it oh right I forget stuff yeah I forget it too that's <laughs> what I would actually like from Hellraiser it's TV series like the box is the star of the film the box should be the star of the series it could be an anthology series yeah each episode someone else with the box whether they want it or not it's not just Pinhead that's in this fucking device. No, that's the problem. There's so though, because much in Pinhead there. is such an iconic, iconic character now that Pinhead would have to be involved it's with all of name. it. It's like the Terminator series. It doesn't have to be Arnold. In the books, it wasn't Arnold. It was a different face for every Terminator. Yeah. Each one was unique. But sadly, Arnold's the one that sells. Well, I still paid to see Salvation. I didn't. Oh wait, no, no I, I did pay to see Salvation. No, I got it for free. I worked at the theatre yeah. at that point. <laughs> I was there, opening show, opening day, and I hated it so much. Screen 14? I don't remember. Oh, I don't either. I was uh, <laughs> I was like 16, 17 at the time. Damn. Yeah, and I, I didn't even watch Genesis, and I'm not going to watch no. Dark Fate. Because as much as I love you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're a big hero of mine. I don't care for the movie. I'm still going to watch it. I have yeah. to do my hardcore you, Terminator That's a fan. good thing we're on a podcast where you can talk about it to me then, isn't it? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah good then. <laughs> so yeah, that's Hellraiser. That's Hellraiser. When are we going to do two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight? Nine and ten. Oh, I'll do two. Yeah? I'm up for watching two. At some point. Mm. Yeah. Not doing any of the others. Ever. No, well, I'll watch them and I'll talk with... But that's the problem. I'll talk about them as one. Hmm. Not doing Individual. one episode. Yeah. No, that's fine. On that's six. Fine. There is a thing about the um the sixth film though. It's not even on the DVD, but there's a whole scene where Doug Bradley isn't Pinhead. He's another character, but he's in possession of the box, and him and Kirsty are talking. Oh, Spalding or something in it. I can't remember, but it, it's it's a deleted scene. It goes on for like fifteen minutes of them two talking back and forth, and they're going through the whole history of it. It's so important. It makes that film good. Yeah. But they just cut that, just cut the fuck out of it. Rubbish. It was lovely to have Kirsty back. It was really but. cool, and the twist at the end, like, it is, it is cheap. It's a cheap fucking movie, but it does have some good elements. Oh, so gassy. I'm sorry. That's fine. Burping over everything. Shit, everything. Man, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, I love this, and I would love an anthology. Even a fucking anthology Hellraiser movie would be fine. Well, once I've read the um, big fuck off omnibus I've got, mm. I will give it to you. Ooh, um, give it. Nice. Well, not give oh. it. God. 
It's like it's well worth loads now. It's worth like triple its price. Well, someone's lent me the Watchman and it's signed. Who's that? Uh, his name's Matt. He's one of Demi's friends. That's so weird. Your name's Matt. Oh, There's more God. than one. I recently got a second copy of Watchmen. Oh yeah. Signed to <laughs> to me because it was my birthday. Our, our mutual friend Joe and James, um, they they got it for me for my birthday. I went round his and he was like, "Got you this. It's signed to you as well." I was like, "I have a copy of this." He went, "Yeah, but it's signed to you." And I went, my "Yeah, it's is. signed to me as well. I've met him as well." <laughs> you don't need to be ungrateful because da- Dave Gibbons. I, I did. I was trying not to be, but I was like. <laughs> that's an amazingly nice gift like, it is really I did a nice. similar thing for my friend I got him an autograph signed out to him and the picture was from it was for a what's that boy's name he's in The Burbs Children of the Corn he was in the Halloween remake I Courtney that. Gaines okay. his name's Courtney Gaines and because he was in The Burbs like, I went there to meet him specifically for that and yeah. my mate fucking loves The Burbs nearly as much as I do and I'm looking at all the photos, and it's all Children of the Corn, or Rob Zombie's Halloween, or this other shit that he's done. And I was yeah. like, mate, where's where's all the burb stuff? And he's like, you're the seventh person to ask that. I get to the guy's house, I'm like, look, I got you an autograph of Courtney Gaines. And he went, what film is that? Who is that? Like, Fuck, man. He sold it. Fucking eBay did the cunt. Oh, no. I would have had it back. I paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, so. But Courtney Gaines was lovely. Yeah, that's nice. He's great. So, uh, look forward to anything this week coming out? Gonna watch Just anything me. new this week? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I am. I'm gonna try and watch Battle Royale again this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bought it recently uh, with some birthday money. Sweet. So I'm gonna watch that again. Uh, I'm gonna try and watch Cujo for the first time as well. Oof, good luck, mate. Yeah. Good it's, luck. It's uh, Wallace. D Wallace. Yeah, Wallace, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like D Wallace. She's cool. So it should be good. I think you'll love it. Actually, I I found it dull as fuck, but I think you'll really enjoy I it. I think I'll like it. What a lot. would you you'd probably say? It's Art House. <laughs> art House horror. Yeah. One day we're going to do The Witch and you're going to fucking hate it. You don't know that. Yeah. But it is set. It's a period piece and you know what I'm like. Anything before the 70s. <laughs> so what are we doing next? Right, it's up to uh, Callum, isn't it? Is Callum on next? Mm. Okay. All Callum's right. next episode. So we'll probably have to leave this for maybe a week because you're, uh, well, you're gonna working away, isn't we're going to have to start fortnightly anyway because uh, how much we've both got going on. Yeah. Fortnightly worked a bit better for us cool. and I managed to get it edited quickly. So, so. we... Could probably look at maybe like a weekend coming up where uh, we've both got it off and then uh, get Callum to just book that off. Mm. And then we can uh, we'll have a drink together. Yeah, we'll get good, that area it? sorted out so we'll have a table to sit at. He doesn't mind sitting between us. I just think it'd be more professional. He doesn't know how this works. I want him to think that we've got Wait, a really this, good thing going. I've seen a setup of this. This is how this works. Really? Yeah. You're joking. No, it's how they work. Some of those podcasts work. Wow. They don't have a fucking studio. <laughs> At least we're not in a bedroom. Yeah. Right, so uh, you can find seven. me on Instagram at Bloody Matt in it. You can find our Instagram at Dead Is Better Pod. As I changed it from podcast to pod because it made it a lot shorter. Please like and please <laughs> comment. Tell us what you like about things on pictures. Tell us what to do. Send me a private message. I don't give a shit. Yes, do pics, yeah. Do that. Uh, you can find you on YouTube. Uh, and you can find me under your bed. Oh. Daniel can't go out on YouTube. <laughs> and I'd like to think that your scrub climb is because of this. Yeah, it has gone Whereas well. the Instagram has not climbed at all. We're on 1,423. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, so. I haven't uploaded uh, in months. <laughs> so I'm glad that you enjoyed the sights that we had to show you today. Oh, they were delightful. And uh, I'm Matt. Dan. And we are the Video, Video Nasty, Nasty Boys. Boys. Have a great night. Fuck off. Bye, cunts.
you all.